I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Duck? We are all suffering from a cosmic illness. My name is Tom. Ah, Travis! I am your Cody for the evening. I am definitely rolling and didn't cause a false start earlier. And I'm Mike. Yes, and this is Roast Mortem. And you're yes. all you're all sick for listening to this. And we Woo. like sick sick weirdos. You're diseased but appreciated. Sick people. Yeah. Who doesn't like uh, sick people? Stuff. Assholes. I mm. I like sick things. Uh, Mike, are you rolling on the CBD? Oh yes, tons of gas station CBD. Good stuff. So, what have you guys been having? You guys have egg salad this week. Egg salad. What did I have this week. I ate one and a, uh, no two and a quarter eggs the other day. Oh, so you made a salad on the inside? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like oh. egg scrambled eggs. I like egg salad though. Oh uh, yeah, I like scrambled eggs. Egg salad is for people over forty. I love egg salad. <laughs> you, have- you don't have to chew it. That's one of my uh, uh, key requisites for eating food. How much you got to chew? Right. None? Great. Even better. <laughs> soft, slurp it down. Soft food yeah. diet. Smooth yeah. brain Travis, diet. Travis don't like croutons. Ooh. Taco Bell, great. Let me get that chalupa. Uh, I'll it just, depends. I'll just open up the chalupa and lick it. Lick the insides out. Right. As I said, uh, very ill people here. Um, <laughs> So, I want to get right into it, but I know yeah. you don't. I I would love to, to you know. Well, what about Chernobyl? What What about Pripyat? I don't know. Are we talking about Chernobyl? No, we're Where not talking am about I? Chernobyl. Are you asking how our weeks are? Yeah, that's why I asked you about egg salad. I'm assuming there's egg salad involved in all your weeks, and then you were like, "No, there's no egg salad." So, what no. am I supposed to ask you? How was your week? Uh, would be a good start. All right. How was your time? <sighs> well, oh God. Shit, I actually didn't think about my week at all. Yeah, I, d- I didn't. I ate yeah. egg fried rice. I know we were talking about eggs earlier, so I can, mm. I can contribute that. All right, well, we all just ate some type of salad. Or at least, the great thing about life is you're constantly making a salad. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. all of your experiences are a salad and jelly goes in the salad. Is so that I- your attempt at forced gumping? Yeah, life is like a bag of salad. What this boils down to is that we don't have anything to tell you about our weeks. No, I nah. was researching. Oh, yeah, Happy New Year, I think. Oh, is that, is that when this are? comes out? Yeah, I think so. Let me double check. Yeah, All right. <laughs> yeah let's talk about now. that. Because the last episode was Christmas. Something yeah, like Mike, that. but we, 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 we're we on different sides of the time spectrum. What the ninnies and us. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! <laughs> All right, so it's confirmed. Wow, look at that. New Year time. We made it. So first episode of the new year. Congratulations yeah, to us. Look at that. 2020? Um, yeah, 2020. Once again, another great year for Roast Mortem. Uh, we've gained two, possibly three new listeners. <laughs> oh, yeah. So And we thank you all. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, now, can we do it? Yeah, let's do yeah, it. Let's do it better now. Yeah, okay. Woo. You can also start saying like in the year 2020. In the year yeah, right. 20. We're in the 20. roaring 20s, guys. Oh hell. Yeah. 20s are back. Gabby wanted to do a uh, she wanted to do a New Year's party this oh, year. Cool. I I gave her a suggestion cuz she likes to do theme parties. Like mm. that, that you know, I, you, I, you come, I don't know, wear a hat party. I thought uh, the theme was the new year. 
Well, that is, but you can add more flair to that party. So my suggestion, which was not taken, was an optometrist theme party. Get oh, it? Perfect. 2020. <laughs> yeah, I get you. I get you. <laughs> Wouldn't it? If you well, I wear glasses. What would you so. dress up as? What would you dress up as, Mike? I don't know, put like a lab coat on. Right. I feel like everyone else would do that too. <laughs> and that reminds me of another story, though. Before we get into this uh, family story, so I have an uncle who's an optometrist. Okay. And he wants to sell glasses all the time. I don't need glasses. I've never needed them. I'm a little colorblind, but other than that, I'm like a fucking hawk. I can see I like for miles. But for some reason, my uncle, looking to make a buck, uh, he has given me two pairs of prescription glasses. <laughs> that are just what? No, when I was younger. Like, like he would destroy my eyes. Oh. So I would have to go to him. Oh, hey, Tom. Oh, how you doing? Sand in the eyes. Yeah, luckily we lived in different towns, so I just didn't wear them. But, like, <laughs> you know, when I was, like, eight, when I got the first pair, I was like, oh, I definitely need these because my uncle said so. Yeah. I have a real bad headache. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. uncle. And then uh, the next time I went to his office, didn't need them. My well, whole family wanted glasses. me to have glasses. They want Because they see success. They see uh, brains. They see... I'm dumb as shit. I wear glasses. Yeah, man. Same here. Like, yeah. You can Same barely here. read. Dude, I got the smooth. I got glasses. The smooth made me have glasses, man. Oh, you got smooth yeah. eyes and smooth brain? <laughs> He's got flat eyeballs. Dude. Look at that. Yeah. So, yeah. They do a rail of coke off of Mike's eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> That's a story of my life. You guys can take that with you if you want. Hell yeah. I Dude. will. That's nice. Don't trust uh, your uncles. Yeah. Yeah. If they're hey. trying to sell you something. Whew. Hey, Crowd. <laughs> Uh, yeah, who, what, what? Which uncle are we roasting on the Uncle <laughs> Hour? Oh, 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 oh my God, we have one hell of an uncle today. Yeah. This is this is this, this guy really gets my jimmies going. I love this guy. I don't know how to say his name, but I love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> you tried to say it to us before. I, I think yes. you did it all right, but I'm not exactly the metric. You don't know who this man is. There's a silent well, P. <laughs> I don't know how that P is pronounced. If it is pronounced, well. I'll, I'll just say the name, and then we'll go from there. His name, his uh, not birth name, his given name is George Salmonelzer. I, I We're roasting a Pokemon 2020! It's, it's not a Pokemon. I don't actually Salamander. know. Salamander! He evolved into Salamander! You're just making words with your mouth again, aren't you? No! Salmonelzer. Some sources uh, P, uh, SH that P as Salmonelzer. So it's just, I, I'm going to go with Sal. Just, you know, Salmonelzer. 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 I can't. Salmonelzer. 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 All right, hang in there with us, listeners. Yeah, all right. We got an entire podcast of butchering this guy's name. We're just going to call him George. I'm going to call him George. And this is, in my opinion, the most dedicated practitioner of the long con I have ever read about in my entire life. And I do a fucking podcast on dead people, mind you. Yes, we we've we've done we've done uh, con artists before, but this guy is in it for the longest con I've ever seen. Um, you mean more so than Lou Pearlman? Uh, Lou Pearlman was eventually found out and persecuted. Yes, this Wait, guy, but, but not this so guy. Much. So you're telling me this guy goes to jail, then they put him on an airplane. Uh, he has to go across the country with the president or some shit in an airplane. And it crashes, and then what's it? Nicholas Cage is there, 
And he's like, you're a con man. Yeah, did you combine <laughs> Air Force One and Con Air? I like yeah, that. Yeah, and Air Bud. And then the dog shows up, and he's like, you want to play some b-ball? Whoa! <laughs> Cookie crisps. Air Force Con Bud. <laughs> All right. Fascinating. This sounds fun. I'll do it. I'll sit in for the rest of it. I want to preface this episode with a quote from Alberto Brandolini. The amount of... Ne- the amount of energy necessary to refute bullshit is an order of magnitude bigger than to, to produce it. So, I mean, you, it's a lot more work to shut down bullshit than to create bullshit, is essentially what Alberto is saying. So he's a bullshitter? Yeah, I can agree with that. He's a huge bullshitter. Wow. George is a huge mm. bullshitter. The subject of tonight is a man of mystery. He's blessed with a quick wit, nearly perfect memory, and a methodical attention to detail. He's a bit of a tricky specimen. His childhood is much obscured. He emerges hot in the spotlight for half a decade and then refades into obscurity in the following years. Like Weezer. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when they had hash pipe and then they came out with Africa? (laughs) Wait, what? No, they 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 covered Toto's Africa. Oh, yeah, they didn't come out. Okay. Yeah, and then everyone was like, oh, wait, that Weezer exists. Yeah, I I just did that right now, actually. Oh, yeah, Weezer. That band is boring as fuck. They got like two yeah, songs I like, and that's about it. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah, that's what like Travis cool. was saying. Th- well, the thing is, is that they don't have bad songs, but they also don't have particularly good songs. Yeah. They lukewarm. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they're lukewarm all the way through. Yeah, it's the oh, opposite of Smash Mouth, where it's always Fuego. Always fire. They're a uh, emotionally voided adjacent act to Coldplay, <laughs> where inherently nothing Coldplay does is bad, but yeah. God damn you if you buy the CD. Yeah, I get Coldplay you. just like reminds me of like a car commercial. Yes, they do that. Oh, I like that, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Like driving in like a really open space, just listening to Coldplay. And it's like buy this car. <laughs> Mike's oh, 1998 Toyota. Ah! <laughs> yeah. All right, Cody. Sorry about the tangent. No, no, we need those. This is what the podcast is about. Uh, we shall refer to tonight's subject as George Salmanauser. That's not his birth name. And he'd only adopt that name in his early 20s. But we're calling him George simply because we're at a fucking loss of names to call this fucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what year does this take uh, place in? He's George, about to do that. Thank you, Mike. George Salmanazer was born sometime between 1679 and 1684. So even if he on the birth name, birth name, birth date, we got five years. We got five years of wiggle room there. I don't know what my birthday is. Help me. (laughs) Your birthday's bicycle day. That's how I remember it. Uh, He most likely fell out of his mom somewhere in the south of France. And that's as precise as the sources could get. His family is believed to have been of some diluted nobility, but by no means wealthy. He most likely had parents that practiced Catholicism. He was at some point educated by by Franciscan and... Is that how you say that word, Franciscan? I think so. Yes. Tom validation. He was educated by Franciscan and Jesuit schools. He's alleged to be quite the clever cookie regarding the study of European languages. By the age of eight, he was fluent in Latin and various other European languages. His teacher claimed he could read and write on a level expected of double his age. Wow. And smart. Smart boy. Smart boy. And so, wait, we got- are you, so you're saying we don't really know his parents, right? No. So it could be Muzzy. Yes, this could be Muzzy Jr. Or LeVar Burton. <laughs> or LeVar Burton. Yeah. Of oh, course sorry. he can read twice as good as the kids his age. His dad is constantly yelling alphabet at him. 
You can go twice as high. Yeah. And then Reading he, he, Rainbow! He, suck my dick! I don't think those are the lyrics, but I would watch that show. <laughs> we know at the age of 15, he drops out of school and kind of becomes this vagrant knocking about the countryside of France. He decides to journey on foot to his old mom, presumably to ask her for money. He travels the countryside, but when he gets there, she's destitute. George's mom, George's mom does the mom thing, and it's just like, go ask your father for money. And at this point in time, George's father is seeking fortune and prosperity in Germany, the fatherland. So, as George, a hot dog salesman, the worst salesman, okay, cool. worst salesman, so yeah. not, not worst. Global met first, Sydney Bond. I'm trying to make a fortune. I know you're drunk. You want it? Look how wet it is. Mm. <laughs> the pretzel. Wait, Grober met worst is the paste, right? I think so. Yeah, you just put it in like a tube form. What? Yeah, and it's wet. That's, that was that was the sound of my chicken preheating. Do you need to do something right now? <laughs> no. Oh, it's preheating. Okay. <laughs> Travis, ever since you moved out, uh, I don't know if our audience knows this, you record in a kitchen now. I do. Yes. My life relives in a kitchen. <laughs> yes. Patreon.com. It's like sometimes they say, like, cast. heaven is a half pipe. My life is a kitchen. Hey. <laughs> well, it's good to know you're eating. Yes. <laughs> well, and- wait, was that in question? <laughs> That's true. You do look the same. <laughs> so George decides to hoof it all the way to Germany from France to hit up his dad. You know, right. fuck. That's 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 a that's a minute. And yeah. he discovers his dad is fucking broke too. Damn. And it's like both parents are broke. George is broke. His dad suggests uh, the clever boy George is. Uh, boy George. He should go back to the old country and fucking tutor for a living. He's like, oh, you're, you're, you're a smart kid. Go, go tutor, but fix my, fix my fucking uh, sound bar before you leave. <laughs> I don't get what an optical cable is supposed to do. I already put the HDMI in it. <laughs> That's what the guy get, at Best Buy said to do. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here, dude. Oh, get out of here, you dirty salamander. Get shoe. Oh, his name's... <laughs> also, think about it this way. Like he he just traveled to Germany. He's like, "Hey dad, uh I just came really far. Could use a little money." Dad's like, "Firstly, not even remotely happy to see you." Second time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Se- second word of advice, go to where you came from, which is super fucking far away, all the way back to and, France. And I don't know, teach in, in a time when people barely knew how to read anyway. You're good at reading. You know what the letters are. Harsh. <laughs> You, you sound it out. So George hoofs it all the fucking way back, empty-handed, and he has a very, very, very fucking brief career as a tutor. Uh, one of his clients was older than him, which made it incredibly awkward. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Imagine oh, if yeah. you're, like, 16 and trying to get a 30-year-old to read, Mike. How would that make you feel? You gotta start slow. All right. <laughs> you gotta start smooth. It's true. Guess what? Like, if you, all you really need to know is how to count to eight. There's so many slices of pizza there are. What if you have two pizzas? Are you saying you do base eight math because that's how many slices are on a pizza, Travis? Yeah, Yeah, dog. What do you have to divide? When you have to divide, you just like, "Mm, Johnny wants uh, three slices of pizza. Divide that into my mouth. follow PEMDAS. I feel kind of smart now. Listen to this. You hear that? <laughs> you hear what you did to Mike? You're what? falsely boosting his confidence. You're fucking wrinkling Mike's brain. <laughs> Knock it off. No. You guys are so educational. Yeah. And I know. speaking of educational, Mike, another client of our boy George 
had a very horny mother that tried to romance him while he was teaching his son. Ooh, so wow. That That's was cool. even more awkward than teaching a man twice your age. His mom was trying to bang him? No, no, no. no. A, a, a student's mom was trying to bang him. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's been pretty badass. And it was awkward. It was allegedly yeah, very awkward. Tip, you know? Yeah. Just she, the o- tip. she offered me a croissant. I'm pretty sure she wanted to slob my knob. <laughs> I'm sure that's at least like maybe 130. I'm doing some math. 132nd of all the porn that exists. 30, 32nd. 132nd? Yeah. You could have just said like exists. 3%. You know what, porn. Cody? Uh, it's not three percent. Are you sure it's about those calculations? It's one thirty-secondest of all the all right. porn. Those stories are. Oh, look! The teacher, my two, my son's tutor's over. Let me. Yeah, yeah. yeah my true. son's step tutor just showed up. <laughs> hey, is Daniel home? Never saw a little after on it. Oh well, uh, he said I can come inside and uh, inflate my basketball. <laughs> that is one thirty-second yeah. of porn. I've seen the exact porno. Tom is. Perfectly impersonating. <laughs> I didn't make it up. I don't have much of a imagination. No, 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 no. Uh, after realizing his tutoring gigs were a bust, he remembered ha! from his prior advent. Uh-huh. He remembered from his prior adventures as a wandering Frenchie. Uh, he noticed the shops, inns, churches, and the like are in the practice of throwing a bone ha! to pilgrims and missionaries. Thank you, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> so. If you were on a right religious adventure, odds are you could sweet talk a little innkeeper or a holy man to put you up for a night or two. Ha! Oh. <laughs> oh. A holy oh. man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bakers and shopkeepers <laughs> might slip you a little extra something for your pilgrim shrugs. You know, you know what we're saying, Mike? I think so. <laughs> Why are you laughing at that, though? I don't get it. He puts him up for a night. You're like, huh? But it's a priest, Mike. Oh. Yeah, he's a young boy. He's traveling around. Oh, I yeah. You, I Puts him up in the air on a giant pole attached to the priest's body. Oh. <laughs> you look like you could use some putting up. <laughs> so, imagine George- we are in imagine we are in Espana and there's a there's a giant ham on the end of this pole. Climb up it, boy. <laughs> Climb Ooh. my pink ham pole. <laughs> so, George decides to impersonate a pilgrim. And a pilgrim needs an origin and a destination. Your boy George thinks, uh, where, where, am I, where, where, where am I going to? Where's my destination? And your pilgrim destination has to be far away and holy. So George is like, uh, Rome. And fair enough, far away and holy. Good, good choice for your destination. It's really not that far away from uh, uh, France. We're in Germany, though. I don't know. I think we're, just, we're in French, right? We're in French territory. Do you have right a now. horse or something yeah. like that? Or is he like walking? No, no horse. Away? Everything on foot. Everything huh, on foot. That, that's pretty fucking far. Yeah, dude, Imagine Death what? Stranding. Oof. Yeah. I he haven't played soap. that he, game yet, but yeah, yeah, that far. He, ha- he has soaps on, though. So keep oh, that in chilling. <laughs> and a pilgrim needs a country of origin. Now, this, this is a little yeah. tricky. It's got to be a distant place in the opposite direction, but. You have to be fucking prepared to fake that accent and be much familiar with that culture. Yeah, but he's coming from France. Yeah, yeah, but he's in France and wants to hit up... He, he wants to mooch off of people giving out freebies to people on pilgrimages. Oh, right. So if you're from France and you say, like, I'm on a pilgrimage, I'm from here, they'd be like, you haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> you don't get free shit. Oh, uh, right. Well, just so make he's, the most Western point you can. You know? Yeah, very good. He goes with Ireland. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. So he's like, 
I'm from Ireland, stopping off in France, trying to get to Rome, holy pilgrimage. And uh, easy enough, right? You just gotta you just gotta talk about leprechauns, beer, and how much you love the baby Jesus. I have right? to convince them. I better get sloshed. <laughs> <laughs> check check out these herpes on my lips I got from kissing the Blarney Stone. <laughs> Excuse uh, me, ma'am, Hardy Dar. <laughs> very good. Yeah, very good, all of you. <laughs> So he forges up an old-timey Irish passport. I guess it was easier back in the day. Yeah, of course it was. And he plundered a church's reliquary, thieving himself a pilgrimy cloak and a pilgrimy staff. Oh, cool. For those of you that don't know, a reliquary is the place where they keep all the ancient artifacts and relics of the church. It's like the shiny altar, and he just sees a staff and a robe, and it's just like, mine... Yeah, and some of those simple fucks back then were out there watching. Somebody's breaking into the reliquary. Oh my god, we gotta find. Oh look, there's a saint leaving. He's got a yep. cloak and a stick on him. He sounds like a larper. Yeah. Yep, yep. Thunderbolt. Maybe the saint Thunderbolt. stopped him. Maybe that was Saint Nicholas giving him candy cane presents. Oh, I love Saint Nicholas. Why you wear them red robes up in my house? Get out of here. I'm a good Saint Nicholas. I hope you beat up that guy. <laughs> he goes around the French countryside with these stolen holy relics, using a fake Irish accent asking for free baguettes and nights at unsuspecting inns. And things were dandy, except when he began meeting actual, honest-to-goodness Irish-born pilgrims. They'd be like, uh, say, what part of Ireland are you from? And he'd be like, get Leprechaunberg. <laughs> yeah. I see. And, you know, upon meeting these ha, real McCoys... He was instantly outed as a shamockery of an Irishman. Nice word, like, Cody. It works so well. Um, so he's outed. He's not. He's, he's like, hey, you're not a fucking Irish pilgrim. We are. We know what you look like, and you don't even. You don't even like beer, do you? Did I say Ireland? I meant Australia. <laughs> I meant down there. That's where I'm from. Me and my family's from there. We got hungry, Jack. Tom, you have no idea how close you fucking are. (laughs) I love predicting the history. Not quite right, but it's just like you. Oh, you hit the nail on the neck. That's that's the phrase I'm going to use for you, Tom. It's not an ugly one, but it's in there. I mean, it is. Oh yeah, it works. It's in there. Yeah, yeah. It works. It works. Though nothing punitive came of it, his exposure as a fraud sent him back to the drawing board. He was foiled because he ran into the authentic demographic he was attempting to impersonate. Right. So he's like, let me pick a different, different, far off place that I'm from. I'm Japanese now. <laughs> what? Yes. Wow. So Tom in the right neck of the woods, just a far different culture. He's born in France. How do you pass for? <laughs> <laughs> Konnichiwa. Like, I yeah, am yeah. from France. We. Oui, I'm late too. <laughs> so he's parading around France claiming he's a Japanese convert who's en route to Rome. Someone that's up on geography, what's wrong with this claim? Come from the wrong way. Yeah, that's the wrong way of a He's, different. He missed his mark by a fucking country or two, hasn't he? <laughs> he just took a yeah. road trip. Did he go the long way? Oh, the other way around the globe? Yeah. yeah. There's not many land bridges. Or Either uh, way, foolish. Yeah, yes. and also this is like the early 1700s now, right? Uh, we're, it's about, the century's about to swap over. Yeah, yeah uh, America, the West Coast is uh, not free yet. No, full of yeah. bears. Let me ask you something, stranger. Well, I always want to know what's like. What's it like to have a shogun? <laughs> uh, uh, a shotgun? Yeah. What's it like? Uh, it's 
It's pretty good. Uh, creative. That's interesting. What's it like to have an emperor? Is that the same thing? Do you uh, guys eat seaweed? What's, <laughs> what's up with the raw fish? I like sticks. How is that? I've never Jordan. really seen a Japanese man, so it could be really? from France, or it could be from <laughs> Anime Land. Yeah. Thought your hair would be blacker. Yeah, I mean, Goku <laughs> looks a little uh, French to me. Oh, does bit. he now? Yeah. Krillin does. Anyway, your boy George claimed he was a converted. He was converted by a Jesuit missionary, which, in his defense, is kind of a smart move. There was news spreading around Europe that Jesuit missionaries were operating in the Japanese neck of the woods. So George was like, "Me? I'm one of those Asianese converts you've heard of. It's me, this guy. Look at me." <laughs> and this deception is dubious at best. It kind of works. It kind of doesn't. Uh, it got him arrested by French authorities as a spy. So didn't even make it out of France. <laughs> like he, he was French. He could have waited until he was out of France to start telling these lies. Yeah, right. Why don't you just go to Rome first? Just be like, hey, I'm on a mission. I'm Because French. he's mooching. He's mooching in France. Uh, he, he's not really trying to go to Rome, Mike. You'd be like, I'm oh, French. Okay. I just came from Ireland. <laughs> yeah. But once he was released from these authorities, George really digs in and sells the long con, exploiting your average European's ignorance of the exotic Far East. George stated that Japanese people don't cook their meat. And instead, only seasoned it with cardamom, which is, you know, by the way, a strictly Indian spice. So, like, a Japanese person wouldn't have that at nice. all. And yeah, but they do eat the sush. They do eat the sush, but this is, like, red meat. He's like, oh, we don't, we don't cook any fucking meat. Don't they eat raw even, chicken even there, too? I always wanted to go to Japan and eat raw chickens. Uh, <laughs> they, they do do that. Yeah, they do, I like, think. the pink in the middle. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. The way their chickens are different than us. Like they, Yeah, they don't have... Healthier. Yeah, Purdue made them all, process. so you gotta fry them all the way through if you don't mm -hmm. get that fucking, uh, you know... Hepatitis. Well, in Japan, they store... The dick. Yeah, they store the chickens in, like, a small ball. And then when they're okay. ready to cook them, they throw the ball at the wall, and it opens up, and there's the chickens fresh. All right, look. Yeah. Enough of this. Okay. <laughs> enough of this Pokemon shit. I love it! So he's kind of like a beggar in the city where they have, like, the signs that say, like, I'm like so and so. Like, I need this much money. I'm homeless. No, he's more than that. He's like, I'm better than you. I'm just traveling. You want to help me out? Yeah. So he's he's like, I'm doing holy things for myself and our religion. So any help would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, God will suck your dick when you're dead. Oh. You're not gonna feel it, but he will do it <laughs> just for you. Yeah. So Japanese convert. Hey. We don't cook her meat. And to prove this outlandish claim, he proceeded to habitually hork down handfuls of raw meat in front of his skeptics. Just like, <laughs> See? Like, look at me, this obviously authentic foreigner. Why else would I do something as disgusting and dangerous as eat raw meat in front of you? <laughs> Why not just bow a lot? Yes, he didn't make it easy on himself. But again, it's to... Set it's to settle in for the long con. Yeah, really you know, you know what I mean? yeah, you're right. I, I know what you're saying, but this guy read real well. Why is he an idiot? <laughs> well, they didn't have a lot of three back then. Oh yeah, the, common, the commoners are more idiots, Tom. Oh right. So, yeah, they probably oh, never even like, seen a Japanese nope, person that's before. Why, so it's that's like why you know they don't know what they look like. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like okay, this guy's Japanese, and he also claimed Japanese people never sleep laying down. <laughs> All Japanese people sit upright in chairs as they take their evening snoozes. Wait a minute, are you, are you saying that's not true? Yes, that is not true. All right, they well, have little hotel pods. 
They have the hotel pods with a lazy boy. No, yeah, I thought no they stood up at, like in in Event Horizon. They just stood up in them <laughs> and went to bed in the hot tub water. So we have we have George now fucking eating raw meat and sleeping only in chairs. He's not making it easy on himself, but he is doing it for the long haul. He's like, look, why would I do this? It's committed. If, like that. Yeah, yes. I mean, if, if you had to make up a lie like that, couldn't you be like, well, in my culture, I always have my pants down and just whip my dick out anywhere I want. That would be too easy. You know, right? Like, that'd be that'd cool. be too easy. Because that's like something I want to do. Well, the French would be into that. Yeah, I mean, there that's... There you go. Yeah, that, yeah, that was true. normal. In my, in my country, <laughs> we watch The Mummy every day. That's torturous. No, it's not. All right. George also claimed the Japanese don't bathe and proceeded to neglect his hygiene for quite a while. This charade was soon dropped. Um, he would manage to get people to believe them, but at the same time, those people were opposed to the notion of letting a stinky boy sleep on their couch for a night. So it worked, but it's just like, all right, I get it. You're Japanese. You don't bathe. You're not, uh, you know, stay off my couch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he made up this stereotype that sucks. Like, back then, everyone hated Jews. Uh -huh. Right? So it's not like he'd go around and be like, hey, I'm Jewish. Let me in your house. Not going to steal any of your silver. Oh. And so you designed something that was fake and then also as bad as the yeah. stereotypical non-existent Jew that you talk about? Gotcha. <laughs> right? You know, we, we eat raw meat. Oh, we, don't, mm -hmm. we, we sleep with our eyes open staring at, at, at young children or something. <laughs> oh. We smell like high hell. And... <laughs> That's, I mean, that's too much of a sell, man. I think that's just what he wanted to do. It's not really putting up a good argument. I found, like, you know, like, I don't want to really help someone out. It's kind of like that. They no, smell. disgusting. Good luck. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why he, he soon dropped the bathing thing. He's like, yeah. all right, I'll eat the raw meat and sleep in chairs, but I, I'm going to shower so I get, I'm allowed to be on more bets, essentially. <laughs> all right. So. He's the smelly, sleep-deprived vagrant. He wanders into Holland and juggles work as a coffee waiter. So he's just, he's kind of like, look, I'm exotic. And back in the day, coffee waiters were kind of like your, like, experience hosts, too. So it's just like, come on down, have coffee. I'll talk to you and tell you things. And oh. you'll be entertained as well. And Wait, I'll, he I'll went to fucking tip. Holland? He went to fucking Holland. That's the he's wrong way. <laughs> That's like directly north of Italy. Yeah. yeah. They changed his mind. He, he he's changing his mind all the time. This guy's and, dumb. And uh, keep in mind, I just said he's changing his mind all the time. But uh, after the coffee waiter, he has a shift in careers. He works as a low-ranking French mercenary uh, operating in the Holland area. And he's while he's doing this, he's keeping the disguise of Japanese on. Mm. So it, it's just like, okay, so you're, you're a French guy pretending to be Japanese working for... Uh, the French mercenaries, but you're in Holland. He's like, yep, that's not, that's not, that's me. Uh huh. Life's crazy, man. Look, I don't. Uh, I'm a mercenary. I'll do whatever you need me to do. Uh, but I usually do stop at kicking the shins. So <laughs> I don't want to piss anyone off that bad, you know. So uh, did I mention I eat raw meat? <laughs> and I'm Japanese. Konichi Wang. <laughs> He's not Japanese anymore, Travis. He's Formosan. He changes his story. Formosan? Formosan? Formosan. Who knows where Formosa is? I have no, no idea, idea, but it sounds like a breakfast drink. I think, oh. uh, to me, it sounded like an Ikea furniture. No, that's that's current-day Taiwan, gentlemen. Oh, okay. okay. So, he's just like, uh, the news started filtering in. Remember the Jesuits in Japan? They started, like, writing detailed reports, and it wasn't matching up with anything fucking George was saying. So he's like, no, no, did I say Japan? I'm Formosan, and even more 
like oh, right. remote tiny speck of land, you know, that is still in the far east, so I can still do the the racist ching chong like <laughs> bullshit. But and, and at that right, time, the, le- like, the letters came in saying like, "Hey, dear family, I'm having a great time here, spreading the word of Christ in Japan. My bed is fantastic. I'm constantly laying down. The barbecue is fantastic. Uh-huh. Loves cooking meat, and uh, we we're showering constantly." So <laughs> and he's just like, "Fuck, god damn it!" Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'm from Formosa. You you been there? <laughs> no. All right, great. <laughs> yeah, no, the most people haven't. Don't ask. They're Get- very brutal people there. Yeah, I'm really very nice, but <laughs> oh, you can you know I can read like eight languages. Uh, you want to see what the Formosa language is? Squiggles. <laughs> oh my god, Travis. Slightly predicting future history there. Um, oh, boom! Taking my job, uh, Travis. Not so coming sick. at you. So imagine <laughs> you're just like this mercenary unit, and the guy's nationality changes overnight, and you just be like, "Fucking all right, whatever." Uh, at one point, the French mercenary unit mingled with a Scottish unit, and these Scots have a chaplain, and that's a traveling priest to give rites if you you know get mortally wounded and send you on your way to the afterlife. Um, this chaplain's name was Alexander. Inez. And I'm not sure how his last name is pronounced. I've heard Inez, Inez, and uh, Inns. But just because Enos is much funnier, we're going we're gonna to go with Enos. 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 And so George does George and proceeds to shoot his dumb fucking mouth off in front of the inquisitive Enos. Wait, so this George guy is killing people now? <laughs> no, he's, he's a mercenary, but he's like fucking like doing boot camp stuff. Okay. Like, you know, like moving fucking supplies, so the, the, heavy thing from point A to B and back to point the A. The chaplain's there, like, oh, I'm sorry, you stubbed your toe. Let me pray for your toe because you want your toenail to grow back straight. Yeah, it's probably yeah. not going to because I, <laughs> I just looking at it. But uh, one day, uh, I hope you, I wish you the best. <laughs> Many praises unto you. Where you say from? From Thailand? <laughs> Formosa, sir. Formosa. That sounds like a breakfast drink. <laughs> If only they had a uh, 23 and me back then. Or the yeah, yeah that'd solve all this. Hulk, they Hulk didn't Hulk even know swab. DNA existed back then. Yeah, that's true. We man. just got that. Woo! Go Isn't us. that weird? Yeah, and the guy yeah. who found it is an asshole and lives near you guys. But he's oh, still yeah. alive. Who? Me? Crick, I think. Crick, yeah. Right? Is it wa- oh, the yeah, eugenics it, guy? Wa- yeah, eugenics yeah, guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah. He's still Hitler kicking. Lies. He's like 91 years old, and apparently he's still like an asshole and just like swoops into Cold Spring Harbor Lab and he's like, Guess what? The blacks are bad. And then like yep. runs away. <laughs> oh my God. Well, you I know what? You got to give credit where credit's due, okay? Uh, my ex uh, girlfriend, high school sweetheart, was behind him in the cafeteria line at Cold Spring Harbor Labs. <laughs> Did he let out a monstrous 90, or I guess at this point, 89 year old fart? Yeah, bro. <laughs> well, my that. girlfriend lived. Suck that! I got. I got a. Uh, I'm a man. Genetic, <laughs> genetically, the Chinese have worse farts. You want to turn around, that. smell that? You'd say shit like that. So uh, George shoots his dumb Formosan mouth off in front of this uh, pretty smart guy named Enos, and Enos <laughs> thinks to himself, uh, "None of this fucking sounds right. I'm pretty sure even I, Asianese guys, fucking lay down and take a bath every now and then." So skeptical, Enos commissions George to translate a bit of the Bible into Formosan. Uh, Again, Formosa is a very, very real place, but Formosan is absolutely not a real language. (laughs) All right. And this guy's never seen Taiwanese ever. 
No, I, I think it would be. Uh, I think it would be like Japanese. They would uh, write in t- Taiwan, Ooh. but. Getting caught in a lie, though. Yeah. George, knowing Enos isn't familiar with any lick of Eastern uh, languages, just happily agrees. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll change that Bible passage. Give me the money, and I'll change that Bible passage into Formosan. I'll do the whole fucking Bible, you weirdo! <laughs> and he does it. He, he just presumably scribbles a bunch oh, of nonsense. Shit. And he's like, here's your Bible passages, money, please. And then, days later... Enos asked George to translate more. He's like, all right, do it here. Next passages, go. <laughs> and George happily takes the money and, you know, scribbles on fucking paper. Uh, George would scribble right to left. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, this is Formosan. Oh it, goes the other, it goes the wrong way. <laughs> right. Uh, I think it actually goes top to bottom, but he was just like, They're, you know, Formosans are backwards to everything Westerners do. So it just goes the other way. Not thinking outside the box. Um, the thing was, the two translation jobs Enos had commissioned involved identical passages of the Bible. Yeah, Enos! Oh. Make him suck you, Enos! So imagine George was asked to translate passages 1, 2, 3 on Monday, and then passages 3, 4, 5 on Wednesday. So he did the third passage twice, and Enos, the clever cookie he was, compared, you know, it's a language, it should be consistent, if not identical... And it didn't match. Go <laughs> like Enos! Was, Go it was Enos! Literally just scrabble, scrabbles. It was literally just scribbles and Enos. And Enos was just like, hey man. <laughs> hey dude. Listen, you're not from Formosa. These scribbles are not consistent as any language should be. Here's what you're going to do you're going to develop a unique, consistent language so no one can catch you the way I just did. Then you're going to invent some spicy, non Christian backstory and then you're gonna tell my boss how i painstakingly converted you into a christian (laughs) i get a promotion you get the allure of being a far eastern convert he's obviously not foreign they're in the same region like a dutch person yeah he got caught but what i'm saying like how does he think how does this innis guy he does this smart ass move but why does he think this is such a good idea to try to get him to work for him? Because he's converting him to a Christian. Yeah, but like, what does that do for you? That just looks good for him, for his boss. That's yeah, but he can't well, do that he anyway. That's all like job. Just do it with real people. No, he gets priest points. Yeah, he, gets he gets priest points. points. It's an exotic. It, it, it's exotic. You, you, you manage to convert someone that's not even on the continent. So it becomes like a museum specimen and something worth a promotion and a transfer, which is exactly what Enos was going for. You just captured a Snorlax with your pokey flute that's skin colored. Shut up. Um, If they knew what the future (laughs) held with all these Korean churches that are in the area, Uh that is the weirdest thing to me, by the way. Nothing against Koreans, but Korean Christians, very strange. I see those advertisements. And also the Shin Yoon. What's the Shin Yoon? What? That's that Chinese dance thing that's all, that happens every holiday season. They're probably just pulling down the po- posters right now. It's everywhere. Shin Yun. Uh, but it's like a Christian Oh, I know what you're Chinese, talking about. Yeah. yeah. For those it's like again. Cirque du Soleil, but Asian. Yeah. And Christian. Right. That's the weirdest thing. Kind and of Christian. Hey, so. Well, I hope, I hope we're doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, Enos is a bit of a con man himself. History would remember him independently as his own unique plagiarist and fraudster. So this is just like, oh my god, 
the one person to figure out the 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 deception is a con man himself. That's incredibly fucking lucky for our boy George. It's just like, yes, like the yeah, guy right. won't tattle. So behind closed doors, these two star-crossed tricksters agree to perpetuate this entire conspiracy. And George was just like, uh, do I still have to eat raw meat and sleep sitting up? And Enos was like, that was actually a good touch. You keep doing that. And George was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, Simple, caught man. you, idiot. Yeah, caught you. So George, sleeping straight up. Yeah. George and Enos lay down the foundation of this character named George Salamanazar. Okay, I did it, yeah. And the story goes, a wicked Jesuit priest named Father Rhodes had enslaved a Formosan man. The Formosan man would eventually escape his captor. The foreigner wandered destitute around Europe until finally accepting Christ into his life. The foreigner was first introduced to Catholicism, but found it distasteful. The Formosan man then met with Alexander Enos, who graciously oversaw the foreigner's conversion to Anglicanism. Anglicanism. Church of England. Thank you. Enos baptized the Formosan and bestowed upon him the Christian name George Salamanazar. Salamanazar. Uh, this cover story carefully exploited the bigotry of the time. French, Jesu- French Jesuits weren't in high regard, so it was easy to believe at the time a crooked fucker of said ilk would abduct a Eastern man. Also, poo-pooing Catholicism got George easy bonus points with the Church of England. And... For Europeans in general, it comfortably painted Asian civilizations as lesser ones that were willing to convert and adopt Western societal norms. A spoonful of sugar really helps the totally absurd bullshit go down. <laughs> well, I mean, that does explain anime. <laughs> it all comes from Disney. Does it, though? It does. <laughs> um, so tips. wait, so this Spider-Man, he's walking around Europe now saying, I'm a salamander, look at me. Oh. Yes, Salamanazar. Salmanazar. But so wait, he's just like, is he getting newspaper publishing or is this just this fucking guy in Enos? It's like, oh, I just want to get my boss to give me a bloge. It initially starts with Enos, but it soon snowballs because everyone wants to get a, everyone wants to sit down and have dinner with this Formosan man from the other side of the planet oh. who speaks perfect Western languages. Oh, yeah. Well, he's very smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he have a special accent? Did you find that out? He had a unique accent that was that that came off slightly natural because he just had so many languages in his childhood schooling that he just kind of sounded like nothing ever heard before. And the dumbasses were just like, that's a Formosan accent. So did he <laughs> did he just talk like Mrs. Swan from Mad TV? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> oh, that? Ian is so good. He looking like a man. And like <laughs> no one could peg his accent just because it was all European and with a dash of Latin. So it was like this omni accent that wasn't heard before. I can't believe it. Yeah. So before you know it, the two had fabricated a solid origin story, and it explains how the Formosan man had found a Western god. Enos would present this Formosan convert to his superiors enos gets his promotion and transferred to england the way he always wanted uh the interesting con artist dynamic here is these two tricksters have different payoff payoff patterns i guess enos gets the lump sum he's like i got what i wanted fuck it i'm out right you know what i mean but george has trickling residual payoff he has to keep the con alive so he can fucking you know milk the teats of european society 
right. as long as he can. Like, yeah. he's got, just found out. It just goes he, away. He needs to l- lie to as many dumb blonde girls as he can about his high school or college football accolades. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I ran a lot of towns. <laughs> kind of blowjob. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sure well. he's also like, you ever, like, you ever been with formaldehyde or whatever I'm called? You ever seen a formaldehyde dick? Uh, no. no. We Is have it... two barbs, and then he like snaps like a puts a pencil in the stick. I actually have the biggest penis. Uh, we talked about this when <laughs> yeah. I'm fine. Uh, a lot yeah. of people, but we, we all That's talk. why they kicked me uh, out. That's why they kicked me out. It's not oh. that big compared to you guys, but uh, it's actually relatively small compared to a Western <laughs> penis. But uh, but if, I guarantee you it's the biggest Eastern penis you'll ever see. You, are you curious now? Have I, have I tickled your interest? I don't know why he's talking like that now, but... Yeah, I like it. It's, it's, the, it's something we've never heard before, so did, that works. Did the biggest Eastern penis that ever is. And also, I love God. Also, I was a quarterback. Also, <laughs> would you please suck my penis? Please. God said please. it was okay. I hung out with a man who, who was Enos. <laughs> <laughs> he was Enos that. Uh, your boy Salamander... Has uh, lost the support of Enos, and just because the way the incentives panned out for the two of them, Salamanazar, Salmanazar, fuck it, is on the hook for making everything at this point. He needs a Formosan religion, Formosan customs, social structures, architecture, currency, diets, taboos, laws, and even a fucking alphabet, so he can't get caught again the way Enos Damn. caught him. Ah. So- so he's got to like fucking like sit down and like J.K. Rowling a universe out all by him fucking self right now. Why do you go to J.K. Rowling? He could got George R. R. No, the not Tolkiener. George. Tolkien, where he's got an elf, and guess what? The elf live in the woods, and it speaks like this. Glass wasn't in the book. Why didn't he just say he's from there, but he couldn't read? <laughs> yeah, that'd be too easy. That would be too easy, and we wouldn't have a fucking episode, Thomas. You know, we don't cook our meat over there, but uh, I like what you do here. Can I have some more cooked meat, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, all of this had to be fabricated in such a way where it would never contradict itself or empirical scientific fact. But it also needed to be conv- uh, conceived in a nature spicy enough to go 18th century viral. If George claimed Formosans buttered their toast bottom side down, you know, your European guy would be like, I believe you. But who the fuck cares? Yeah, why so are you telling gotta, me this? Yeah, why? Why Why are we doing this? But if George was like, Formosans eat freshly butchered human flesh for brunch, you'd be like, oh, f- uh, tell me more. Tell me more, Asian man. Then get away from me, please. <laughs> yeah, and then step away. Step away from my daughters. Yeah, we don't just sit on the toilet and poop out. We actually strap up and uh, reach inside to bring the poop out of us. Yes. We grab it. Kellogg Kellogg episode, remember? Just suck the poop out. I mean, I wish I did that a bit more. Save some time. Sometimes, sometimes you just gotta go brown fishing, you know? You just go in there, wrangle up a few, that, grab them. Get that butt <laughs> trout. Yeah, get the butt trout out. This guy really That's doesn't want to work what my grandpa job. said. Oh, 1703. Man. 1703, George heads to London, a city where he can most fruitfully exploit this unfolding conspiracy. And ladies and gentlemen... Let the Formosan craze begin. So just as background, imagine in current day, if you heard aliens had landed and there was a survivor who's friendly and capable and willing to communicate, you'd be like, oh shit, 
Yeah. Well, E.T. I want to see that. E.T. couldn't speak English, but imagine like if E.T. could speak English, he'd be like, "Fuck, get that guy on a podium." You want to talk, yeah. dude? E.T. can speak all the English you need. He's got the glowy finger. He's like that way, this way. Guess what happens when this finger goes in here? Guess what happens when this <laughs> finger goes in there? It glows. Hello to your mother. phone talk. Yeah. All phone and yeah. finger talk. That you can only make yeah. that go so long at a TED talk. Yeah. Zalmanazar begins seeding his lie. He gets audiences with the Bishop of London, professors at Oxford. He's invited to dinner parties and put your finger down. And elite <laughs> dinner parties. <laughs> and he gives Cody, speeches. I- Cody, I missed all of that. I missed all of that because I'm just thinking about when E.T.'s sick and he looks like a raccoon with no hair. fingering your webcam. (laughs) Stop it. He's the talk of the town. George is the talk of the town. Everyone's paying attention to him. The the, the holy people, the smart people, the rich people all want to sit down and have uh, coffee with George. Great. Are you buying? (laughs) Yeah. They're they're buying. First phrase I learned in French. You buy? You buy. London, England, English. So Oh, we're in London. Right. I yeah, that's what he, he he goes to London because like he's like, that's where the saps live. The rich saps oh, live. Go get you a spot of tea. I'm very smart. I've got forty kids and a big ass. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that's the version. That's the order. Forty kids and a big ass, not the other way yeah. around. We're not getting fish and chips. We're going to Nando's. I'm gonna get a lot of wings. Ooh. I'm I'm sorry, Cody. I know you're not from England, but that's no. Arse is say how you say house, not ass. Uh, <laughs> arse. So, yeah, I got a big ass. Come oh, on okay, over, I got a big ass. Excuse me. <laughs> I, I did it right up the ass. Which is when you bring her home. Will you bring her home? Yeah. Into the into <laughs> your house. Right. Bring up the and house. You you open up a finely imported French door. Ooh, uh, that you can that. open the top of. Excuse me, are you dressed? <laughs> <laughs> are you decent? And he's more or less believed by these Londoners. He's dressing all funky. He's eating raw pork and sleeping upright in chairs still. Linguists, as I said earlier, can't peg his accent and eventually assumes it's authentic promotion when in reality just the amalgam of like his schoolboy teachings and you know butchering uh, various European accents. This is why you don't homeschool. Oh, is that Mike? It kind of just sounds like really crazy. Yeah, he's fucking crazy, but he's making it work for him. He's clever crazy. Put that on your resume. This this is why you don't homeschool kids, because once you release them into nature, they're going to lick lampposts and shit. Take all your money. Hello, my mommy kisses my daddy on the lips, and then we have croutons for dinner. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of dinner... My best friends are the people at Trader Joe's. <laughs> they do look really friendly there with the Hawaiian shirt. This is the first time I've been out of the house in months. <laughs> Where are you from, kid? Plainview. <laughs> so your boy George is enjoying free dinner at parties and doing a bunch of opium with the London elite. Yes. Mm, that's how you do and it he's doing. He's, he's doing all that in exchange for his fantastical otherworldly stories. Sure. Yeah, dude, free drugs and food. Hell yeah. No, overall, he's got it right. You know, uh, we keep calling him stupid, and he's done some bad moves, but overall, he's figured it out. He can con himself into anything. Well, we will fucking see. By 1704, he publishes a 288-page book in the span of two months, entitled A Historical and Geographical Descript of Formosa, 
So here we go. He's, <laughs> Great. He's, 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 he's committing. He's like, I'm going to tell you everything about a place that doesn't exist, and you're going to believe it. Travis, I armed you with some pages of the book, and we're oh, gonna yeah. we're gonna we're gonna have a lovely romp through uh, Formosa right now. Woo! We're going to the map. Yeah, Take drop that time. in first. Yeah, let's just take, take a quick look at the map of Formosa. It's why is it perfectly round? Oh, that's a cool place. Yes. A, a, I like how the bottom and the key it just says a map of Formosa. Good stuff. Lots of islands. He drew that. Yeah, Taiwan, Taiwan. I think yeah, I think he drew what? these. And then also in Japan, it just says a part of Japan. Yeah, it's, he's not he's not good with geography, and he decides to write an entire book. I like uh, just below part of Japan, there is a place called Bungo. Am I reading that right? <laughs> Bungo. Yeah, bung King and Bungo. Part yeah, of no, Kimo. Zemo, like the drink, and then Bungo. <laughs> Very nice. Bungo, you'll find the needles on the beach. <laughs> So he's fucking stepping up to the plate and lying big, big, right, huge lies. Shit, oh, yeah, committed, Mike. I'd believe that back then. <sighs> yeah, like uh, Travis said, that could be like a Tolkien map, you know what I mean? Something that just flops out the end of a Lord of the Rings book. Yeah, yeah. no way I'd believe that now, but I'd believe that back then. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, according <laughs> to the literature in question, Formosa was a moderately prosperous island nation run by monarchy. The iron-fisted emperor Marian Danu ruled the country from the shining capital city called Zernesta. Or, wait, wait, Paul Dano runs no, the, comp- the Mary- country? Marian Danu. Like in There Will Be Blood? No. Daniel! <laughs> Marian Danu sounds like a guy who, who has the worst color Lamborghini and can't afford to pay the price for it. And skimps on the parking meter. Yeah, it's about to get repoed. <laughs> but it's like seafoam green. Oh, <laughs> uh, I am very rich. Wink. Uh, I will treat you to IHOP. <laughs> Marian Danu rules the country uh, from the shining capital city named uh, Zeternesta. I'm going to assume how that's pronounced. Uh, Formosa had farmable countrysides and, get this, floating villages that would trade with you. So it's just like, cool. Uh, merchants don't need to take up land. Put them in the ocean. He's like, oh, that, that's actually like slightly clever. You're keeping all your land for farming. Hm. It's amazing. It's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. Don't no, they have... I remember I've seen some Jackie Chan movies. <laughs> they have those villages that are all floating. Yeah. In, yeah. in that area. Yeah. In the general area. Uh-huh. In the water area. I was thinking area. about the, um, the fifth element when, uh, y- you know, the food truck just pulls up to your, your window. <laughs> yeah, it's a canoe, though. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie yeah. in a long time, so I can't quote it, but uh, man, that's a lot of fishnet. <laughs> yeah, that is a lot of fishnet. Yeah. And when he smokes like a third of his cigarette, he's like, I'm done with this for today. I oh, love yeah, that. I remember that. I love those tiny cigarettes. I mean, I would have to smoke a lot of them to get happy, but I like that they're so small. It's <laughs> not chodes. It's the My Little Pony of Vices. Uh, for most in currency, look like guitar picks. And Travis, if we could have the picture of that. Wait, do we want the floating village? Oh, yes, that too, please. Okay, uh, so do the floating here's the, village. Here's the floating vi- village. And that's that's a merchant house. village where you would uh, pay for things Just with the currency that looks like guitar Scroll picks. Down okay, and then the... Oh, cool. It's got like a little clock tower in the middle of the boat. That's definitely not going to fall over. No, no, never. That would never fall over. I don't know what you're talking about. No. They have this currency that looks like guitar picks, which I thought was pretty cool. Ooh, Why is it... 
That that's pretty metal. That one with the you know little devil boy. Yeah, it looks like, it looks like guitar a tambourine. Picks. Bottom right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a oh, jazz that's their pick. devil. That's their devil. Oh, uh, why would you put your devil on your currency? Because they're a backwards Asianese race, Travis, that oh. doesn't know any better. Uh, yeah, so their currency looks like guitar picks with like playing card faces on it, kind of. Right, Travis? Yeah. Looks like the money I would like to have in my socks, like Carl right? Malone. Can you imagine just like the, the Pentagon with a sword on it just jabbing you in the ball sack every time you sit down? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm rich. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh I'm so rich. Uh, money so rich. rich, sperm poor. <laughs> My upper thighs and balls are very sore for being so loaded. <laughs> uh, the main form of Formosan transportation was horseback or camelback. Uh, Camels. Wait, they all wore camelbacks? No, they traveled on camelbacks. <laughs> if you want to know what they wore, please drop in the fashion picture. All right. Uh, the women wore gowns. I hope I see... So I hope I see camelbacks. No, you're going to see something. Uh, the woman wore gowns and different styles of masks to convey whether they were virgins, married, oh. or widowed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool outfits. I like how the how the bride is just like sunflower head. Yep. It's it just got it's just got like leaves around the head and the little middle is a little face. And Tom, I, what are you reacting to there? I'm acting. I'm reacting to the men's clothes. Yeah, I think Tom would like the men's clothes. Men May only I wore paint a robes. What's that? Oh, yeah. Paint a picture to the to, audience. Let, let's let's. I'll I'll back you up after you're finished there. So what now is happening is uh, there's two models with prominent. What is this culture called again? This not Formosan. 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 So, um, they both have homeless Joe Pesci hats on from Home Alone Two. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh, the the figure on the right is wearing what seems to be a bath mat. <laughs> you mean the country bumpkin? Yes. Um, both men are wearing what seems to be wrestling titles, not belts, the titles, with uh, uh-huh. some kind of hard metal object covering their uh, genitalia. Yes. Now, the guy on the left is just wearing a bathrobe with, with, <laughs> and seems to be smoking the finest crack. Oh, they love, <laughs> promotions love tobacco. And may I just throw this out there? If if and when well not if but when we do a live show can we dress like Formosans? Oh no, Mike can. Yes. We can make Mike do it. Absolutely, I am all do down for that. I, like I just had to wear my bathrobe and like a like a big bold belt buckle. I want to show off my body. That's so much fun. I just wear my underwear. Yeah, wear your underwear and the, your bath. I, I put a little towel over my back. It's metal, dude. We'll I, I, <laughs> we'll find a plate for you. You just put aluminum foil over your underwear. Well. A, <laughs> According to your boy George, <laughs> those plates are made of silver and gold. Oh. So it's it's a very heavy uh, armor for your penis, Mike. We keep your nuts safe, very, you know. Very dense. Do you see these precious metals? They are protecting my real treasure. <laughs> Family jewels. <laughs> uh, Formosans would keep weasels and frogs as pets to call the mice and mosquito populations. There are women today that have ferrets. <laughs> yes. And that's a weasel. It's a polecat, sir. And you know the number one, the number one killer of weasel or ferrets. Yes, actually, I do. But please tell us. Lazy boys. <laughs> yep. Those really? little fuckers go into the lazy boy, and then someone recro- reclines. Polecat chops them Pole weenies in half. You can't even make a two. scarf out of it no more. And you're no. too relaxed to even do anything about it. Oh, there goes my weasel. Yeah, you just hear a crack, and you go, "There's, <laughs> there's my future socks." Oh, I can't that's get a mess up now. I clean up. What they need to do is they need to figure out how to make ferrets 
like divide like a lizard, right? So you go into the oh, and regenerate. You lean back on your lazy boy, and then you have two ferrets. Just don't own ferrets. They're actually not that smart of animals. People like to say, "Oh yeah, they're almost like dogs. Like you can play fetch with them or something." No, they just run away like mice. They smell and like they stink. They're related yeah. to the skunk. I'm gonna say you and get the weasel. Lazy and boys for your ferrets. Don't, yeah, I mean, if any of our listeners have a ferrets, uh, careful. <laughs> and if you're thinking about getting one, don't bother. Because it'll just, yeah. you know, they're cute. I get it. But uh, who wants and, liabilities? And it, Life isn't about liabilities. It's about freedom and, and, and being good at your taxes. If you have them, don't get a lazy boy. Yeah. Yes, that's true. That's love. Hey, I abstain from getting a lazy boy because I care about you. Can you imagine someone doing that for you? No. Nope. Takes a lot of willpower. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I always wanted a lazy boy, too, so not going to happen. All right. Uh, sacrifice and cannibalisms were societal norms. People worshipped the sun and moon as deities and, a uni- and had a unique portrayal of their devil. Travis, throwing the devil. Uh, their holy text was called the Jarhab Adiond. Jarhab Adiond. That's a pretty, that's a pretty oh, cool devil. Cool. That Dude, is this guy- sick. Yeah, He's that real. is awesome. Mike, p- picture paint? Uh, looks like a bunch of, like, lions. More, Mike. Pretend you're me. Uh, you got, like, Zeus on top of a fucking lion with, like, five faces holding a sword and arrows. And was that, was that a fucking pig? You got, like, two pigs in the middle. <laughs> awesome. And then a bunch of really scary faces, an angry dog. How many faces in total would you think is on that bitch, Mike? Fifteen. Yeah, got angry way more than that, dude. Yeah, maybe twenty. Yeah, I like it, those. It's, it's, it I might like have those, a backside that's equally faced. I like those seal heads that are just spitting oh, fire the, on yeah. the sides. Out of the armpits. Yeah. Got snakes in his hands. Yeah, got that Medusa head. Yeah. Oh. You can There's see a guy yeah, you can, in the shadows behind everyone, like vomiting or some shit. You see that in the right corner, yeah. the right <sighs> side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's, that's pretty uh, cool. That's I also like I also like shit? the really happy guy near the nuts. And Travis, how about a little bit on funerals? Funerals. Uh, funerals. Funeral ceremonies were these winding parades that terminated with the deceased being cremated at a holy temple's altar. So just like this whole long fucking, per- it's like half parade. Everyone's, everyone's in their in their robes, holding uh, their big sticks. It was just the all right, all right. This is kind of normal. It's just a procession. But why are the people? There's elephants here, and they yep. have carts. Yep. Why are the men <laughs> instead of riding That's on top of the elephant as you normally would, and going shoo mush or whatever the fuck you do with an elephant? Mush. They're sitting on the trunk. <laughs> this yeah. is a fucking cartoon of a society created by a madman. <laughs> what really a cool uh, elephant in the bottom right. He looks like a l- limousine luxury <laughs> elephant. <laughs> That's extra. That's the Lincoln Continental <laughs> elephant. Got lots of military badges on it, too. Yes. Yeah. For most of we have the longest elephantes you can imagine. Oh, wait. Hold on. What's up? Can you guys look really close at where they're going to? No, but are those, like, tiny dicks laying on the front lawn? I think those are ferrets. That's raw meat. Nah, oh, yeah. Weasels. Yeah, wheezings. There's a bunch of lazy boys in their temples. Uh, that looks really comfortable, that place. I like the caption up top, too. The funeral, or a way of burning the dead bodies. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. So, these lavish funerals were the norm, as it was to memorialize the average promotion's 120-year lifespan. Wow. Like, we're all so great Yeah, over here. Promotions live to 120. 
Why would you want to? I'm tired uh, now. I'm only 31. Yeah. Excellent question, Travis. Why would you want to live 220? Uh, because of these absurdly long lifespans, it was the norm for elders to eventually opt for euthanasia by way of toxin-laced dagger. So, Ooh. so what they were saying is a Formosan usually like lives, you know, you know, up to 200 years, but around 120, they all just like ah, just tapping out here. <laughs> Give me the dagger. Wait, I, what he's trying to convey is that they have uh, fully functional erectile actions up to the age of uh, about 118. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then that's when it starts going. It's just like, well, I can do this for another 80 years, but my oh, cock God. is all different. Yep. And it doesn't matter how much the fruit salad girl looks good to me. I have to call it a day. <laughs> I think if you ever like are thinking like, oh, man, I can't wait to get older and everything. And Hell have no. Have grandkids. <laughs> just, just watch. I just finished watching The Irishman. The smart new oh, Martin nice. Scorsese movie. Yeah, that I will just to. be like. I hope I died way young. Yeah. <laughs> when I when I'm old, I hope like virtual reality and drugs are at another level. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So like, you take the drug and that makes you forget you're in the Matrix, and then you go in the Matrix, Ooh, and it feels like you, yeah, it feels like thirty years, but you come out and it's only like been twelve minutes. Like I want Cole, that you, type of shit. You're, you're just gonna li- That'd be cool. You're gonna live in formaldehyde. Oh, like a Futurama head. No, and no, and not in Formaldehyde, whatever this place is called. Formosa, you fucker. Formosa, yeah. You're going to wake up and you're going to be like, I'm in Formosa right now. Look at these gentlemen with wearing no pants and bathrobes. They've got an wow. armor plate over their dick. Do you think they did knee replacements, too? I mean, this is a fake place. We should stop talking about these. No, we should talk about it more. All Travis, right. what do you think's for breakfast in Formosa? Uh, I'm thinking they take a turtle. They don't kill it. They don't kill it. Not turtle soup. They just take a turtle, then they put soup on top of the turtle. So you gotta constantly have to walk after your soup, right? Well, like you're going down the beach. Crawl like, after oh, your soup. Oh, jeez, come here, <laughs> Travis. A few episodes ago, I don't remember which episode, but what is up with you and, and soup, putting soup on things and putting Dude. soup on things that are convexed as opposed to Concave. uh, concaved? No, I'm not talking about just putting it on the turtle as a bowl, right? You want oh, to sure, go, sure, sure, yeah, yeah, go yeah, after the yeah. soup? No, no. I, I like I said a few episodes ago. You and Mike were like, "Yeah, you just put shit on that's like round, you know." And it just goes into your <laughs> smooth brain. I understand. Yeah, of course. Thanks, you Mike. Wanna... All right, Tom. Cody. You'll never get it. I'm sorry. Right. Get on our level, bruh. Cody, are you on my level? It's 2020. You guys got to, you know, yeah. you guys are still in 2019. It seems like. All right, you're so gonna start we're, like we're <laughs> you're gonna start like a religion of the inverted soup. Yeah, we're totally split on Roast Morning Podcast. We'll figure this out. But what does soup... Ooh. Where do you put soup? On something that's convex or concave? <laughs> that's the official Roast Mortem debate that's going to come up a lot. Yeah, Dude, you ever you ever seen an ice luge before? Why do yeah. you pour liquid in the ice luge so it can go fast in your mouth at the bottom? Yeah, but you it's also... You got to put that shit, that soup on there. It's cooled oh! down by the time it gets to your mouth. Get that clam chowder. It's going all over your face. Ooh, clam chowder. Ooh. Yeah, but you put it on, in a concave pathway. You don't get a raised area of ice and just kind of all pour right. it and see what's going on. Tom, now that you're a Disney man, right? You yeah, know when you go Disney to the now. you know when you go to the water parks in Disney and there's like those kids things where they're yeah, all actually, like, I'm big not privileged enough to know the honor. It yeah. sprays water. It's fine. I don't know the, the free parks. Okay. Well, all the kids are underneath like a mushroom or something, and the water is kind of coming off of the mushroom, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm having fun in the water." That's what you do with soup, except you put your mouth up like this, catch the soup. You know what's funny? I, 
can I relay something to our audience? So the biggest history buff on this podcast is Travis. That's my chicken. <laughs> I'm going to show you how to do it right now. I just want to let everyone know that the the guy who who had the idea to go history with this whole podcast Uh cannot stop talking about putting soup on things that are round (laughs) on top of them. Oh, we were talking about heads last time, putting French onion soup on the head. which is a round object. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but it's got the dome part to catch it. Cody are on a team and you and Travis are on a team. Team smooth. It's the age-old most important question. Where does soup best go? Soup head. 420. <laughs> All right, Cody, can we go more, please? I'm sorry. You, you remember when I asked Travis what he thought was for breakfast in Formosa? Yeah. That was like that was like a month ago, right? Yeah. <laughs> sorry, guys. You, you know what I mean? It was a fucking month ago. Uh, the average Formosan breakfast was a tall cup of tea whilst enjoying a generously loaded tobacco pipe. Ooh. It was normal for Formosan to consume six pounds of tobacco on a daily basis. <laughs> That's a lot of smoking. <laughs> oh, yeah! Iron lungs over there, I see. Yeah, they live to 122, Mike. You, you, do you believe that? Fuck. That's probably why I do, do, because there's yeah. nothing wrong with smoking tobacco. It's all the asbestos in the lighters from the 50s. Keeps your, keeps your organs fresh and preserved. Yeah. Uh, after such a sip and smoke, a freshly caught viper would be decapitated and the blood would be imbibed through the gushing wound. And this was given as the explanation why they can live to 120, because uh. they drink viper blood. All right. Don't they it's do that nuts. in Asia, though? Like, bl- viper bile? Didn't, didn't we do a show at one time, Cody, where the guy was drinking viper bile shots? Uh, maybe he put was in, like, the, about the, Taiwan I mean, or something. Yeah. To my understanding, not that any of it works, but the way a lot of Eastern countries handle their shit, whenever there's an ailment, they just find a small animal and beat the shit out of it. Throw it. pulp. Yeah, or like an endangered one like the rhino, so they can get yeah. fucking boners. Or shark yeah. fins. <laughs> yeah, just, oh, yeah, uh, try to fuck. <laughs> You're dead now. So you get those rhino sex pills in the bodegas. Rhino yeah, well, they're like, dude, the rhino, rhino's horn can't go down. My dick obviously won't go Always down. Always hard. <laughs> Omni stiff. All right, continue. The I'm average sorry. lunch and dinner would begin with more tea and tobacco, but there would also be... Uh, a main course of raw meat, perhaps even Delicious. human meat, uh, seasoned with that Indian spice cardamom. Uh, this is complemented by a side of succulent plant roots, and to wash all this down is a nice pitcher of laudanum. For most oh, opium. For <laughs> opium vodka, pretty much. Yeah, yeah for such it. an industrious place, they probably yeah. don't get anything done. Where do you get human from? <laughs> Oh, excellent question, Mike. Uh, as for the legal system, adultery was punishable by the husband slaughtering and eating the skank wife as if oh she God. were cattle. This is what, my horrible what about the husband cheated? He probably got a raise. He <laughs> got an extra wife. Formosans are polygamists, Tom. <laughs> oh. Oh. Now, Formosa, that sounds like a place. And if you <laughs> where, think about where it, upgrading is, it, it has no <laughs> limits. Right. And and the more I do research and think about it, is like that golden penis armor plate makes a lot of sense. That thing's gonna have to make it to 120 years. You got a handful of wives. You're gonna want to keep that penis safe, my friend. Yeah, yeah. And you got you're cooking vipers. Like a viper goes straight nope, for the other viper. No meat. No. You're, you're, well, you're not cooking eating, them. You're eating them. It. So there's gonna be them. vipers in your kitchen, and they're like wiggly worm, wiggly worm. Going they go the straight cop. for that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, you need yeah, that. Dog. Go so for adultery it. 
Adultery punished by cannibalism. Uh, murder was punished by a hanging by the ankles and regularly Ooh. being shot with arrows until the guilty was bled dry. Ow. Mm. I prefer neck. <laughs> you got to try and catch the arrow with your neck to go out sooner. Oh, good oh. point. Oh, oh, getting shot in the... Getting strung up by the neck, you're saying. I was thinking... Okay, I was... Two choices. You get hung up by your neck, or you get hung up by your ankles, and then a second step. No, second step, count me out. Just do the neck, please. <laughs> All one you don't want to be a, you don't be a, uh, a human hammock <laughs> yeah. hung twice between your ankles Ooh. and your neck? Just do me a favor and tie my hands in the front of my body so I can David Carradine on the way up. Yeah, I'm saying you're going to have boner come going from the neck from the feet. I don't know what happens. You might poop yourself. Yeah, true. <laughs> you <laughs> might spontaneously. Ooh, I can't imagine getting shot with a fucking arrow. That probably hurt really bad. You know, when you, like, like dropping twelve feet, being hung by your ankles, and then at the at the apex of the drop, just yeah, yeah, the shit, <laughs> the shit maintains all the inertia. So that shit goes back up 12 feet and rams all over you. Yeah. And then you got an arrow to deal with. Yeah, just just imagine if I like threw an oh, egg off man. a building and you caught the egg and the yolk just <laughs> continued to splat on the pavement. Oh. Boing. Oh, oh my fucking God. Boing was not a funny sound to them. Now they hated it. Yeah, boing. Uh-oh, someone just died because they had too much bad fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Tre- uh, treason punishable by crucifixion. However, different from Western crucifixion, uh, the condemned was entitled to rations to test their willpower. If they took the rations, they would obviously survive longer. If they could say no to, uh, I guess, the viper blood, they would pass on sooner. Oh, so they fear factored that shit. No, they're yeah, like, I guess. oh, the Romans, <laughs> lame. How- can you eat this viper blood? Well, you were yeah, challenged to not to, so you would die sooner. You know what I mean? Yeah, or you could uh, just be hardcore and be like, I'll eat more. Yeah, you can I'll- eat more, but you'll be in agony for three, four times as long. That's the fear factor. Do I have to pay rent here? Okay, keep giving it to me. Yeah, Funnel, please. <laughs> and the guy is feeding me fucking snake viper or whatever it is. He's just like, have you ever tried DMT before? Have you heard my podcast? <laughs> Do you like MMA? And the Formosan clergy would sacrifice droves of virgin boys no older than nine. Gotta go. Their hearts would be offered to the sun and moon gods, and the high priests would then devour the remaining corpses. Oh, hardcore. This kid's too ugly. Let's eat him. How old is he? Eight? Send him up. Yeah. Fuck him. Did they now circumcise? Did he no, have sex no yet? No. Virgin boy. That's virgin, the virgin boy, virgin boy. Virgin yeah, boy. Uh, yeah. You remember being a virgin, right? What was it like? Boring. Very sad. Would you like to be <laughs> sacrificed? I mean, not before I, I would ever. I wouldn't want to be sacrificed before I bang someone. That so you're alright to be sacrificed? Well, you wouldn't now? be sac. Yeah, I mean, or whatever. It's no, yeah, no. They want him go. as a sacrifice, not a virgin anymore. I, you haven't lived yet. You know, I feel like then. That's how they get you. you. They you do the deed, and then you're like, well, you could sacrifice me. And they're like, no, we don't <laughs> want you. No, it's a oh, catch twenty two. Like yeah. no one who wants to get sacrificed gets sacrificed because they did things. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Also, I want to ask you guys a question: When you were a virgin, did you find the macarena and the electric slide more fun? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just See? like this is the funnest thing I can do with my body. They'll just dance their way up to the altar, and you just stab them. 
Because me, you know, I was just like a little like nine year old kid with toothpicks for arms and wearing a FUBU shirt. And I was at the <laughs> dance around. Just wake up every day, like, hope I don't get sacrificed. Hopefully, Kate will like me if I dance like this. Of course, she would never talk to me. <laughs> I was big on the Cotton Eye Joe. Oh, that's well, cultural yes. appropriation, Mike. You're very, very Fuck insensitive. Fuck you. I was, I'm Irish, though. That's a. It's a what? I think Cotton what? Eye Joe, a uh, song. <laughs> hey, I'm talking about the song. Oh, is racist the name? No, well the the song is like a uh, a southern hoedown, but it's by a bunch of Swedish dudes. Oh, they're not really country. No, they're not country at all. Whoa, no. Don't worry, you didn't do anything wrong. I like the song though. But like, it is the, a the song. Da- the dance is fun. Congrats, yeah. To to address your confusion, yes, it's a song. <laughs> Mike with the hard hitting questions on roast mortem cast. Uh, <laughs> These Formosan claims were indeed eye-opening, and they, the, the resulting rumors spread like, in, like a contagion. Uh, that was the easy part for our boy George. Uh, shortly after printing the first book, you know, he, he, it's carte blanche. He can say whatever the fuck he wants. But at this point, yes, to fucking defend the absurdities. And this is where we see, like, oh my god, George is an incredible fucking liar. He can make up the story and then lie to back up the story. Right, yeah, no, I totally mm. am here right now because I didn't get sacrificed because I was laid when I was like six years old. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> Tom lying to back up the story. It's great. Yeah. Well, why am I here? They sacrificed nine-year-olds? <laughs> yep. Uh, Travis, the alphabet, quickly, please. Oh, we're doing the alphabet. The alphabet, take it out because that's oh, how he got caught weird. the first time. He's like, you're no Formosan, you don't know the alphabet. So he sits down like a psychotic madman. Oh, here it is. And yeah. makes... A fucking alphabet, and it's totally—it's all there. Ah, it, 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 it's he invented his own language. This is like Klingon, kind of. You know what I mean? Totally invented and uh, consistent. So, um, you know, there, there's some linguistic nerd that like knows how to read this shit. Yeah. Oh yes. Well, <laughs> we're gonna right now. We're gonna make Tom that fucking linguistics nerd and read a translated Lord's Prayer. Oh my in goodness! Formosan tongue, Good and uh, Travis, if you want to throw that uh, prayer into, I have the chat. it. I have it here. Yeah, yeah but, just, but just, just so, so Mike and can Travis can. Yeah, yeah, just so Mike and Travis can uh, follow the bouncing ball. All right, this is gonna be the roughest edit job later. I swear. <laughs> Get ready. I'm probably gonna put some pan flute behind this. Oh. Uh, Amy Porneo Dan Chin Orneo Visi Naya Jorsai Lori A Fortier Sai Bagalin Jory Sai Domion Apochin Orneo K Chin Body Ayan Amy Karasara Narakachion Toyant Nadia K Radonie Aunt Amy Sochi Opo Ant Ram <laughs> Radorin Amy Sochion Keen Bagayant Chuchin Malabalski Ali You guys stop laughing, this is someone's language. Ali Abinye Ant Tuin Brosaxi Kensai V Bagalin K Fari K Barahanian 
Chin Ayanya Sendabay Amin. Amin. All right. I like the last word. Sendabay. Sendabay Amin. Amin. Thank you. That was the Lord's Prayer from Tom as a Formosan man. I tried my best. You know, I, I want to learn a, a lot about the world. So you can see there's a few uh, repeated words in there, right, Tom? Like bagelin. Yeah. What was uh, it? Uh, sorry, I already put it away. But the first word in is used a lot. I guess it's the. Amy. Amy yeah. Amy. I think I think bagelin is father and Amian, I guess, is amen. This is a crock of shit. I could write this. <laughs> there you go. This makes, uh, he, this makes Ginber- Ginsburg seem talented. There you go. <laughs> and he would use this to avoid that Enos trap, you know what I mean? So if ever someone asked him to translate, it would come out the same way every time. It makes sense. There you go. And George would use uh, the second edition of his book, uh, the Geographic and... Well, what the fuck was it? Uh, a, a, a historic... Uh, no, it was a Geographic... I fucking hate my life. Oh, the book almost... about fucking Formosa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, and he the, would Formosa use the, con. the one yeah. with all the pitches and the letters. George would use the second edition of this book to counter 25 objections his skeptics like threw his way. So it's like, hey, if you do this, why is this like this? But he would use his own creativity and penchant of lying to circumnavigate it. And we're going to go with uh, a few of them right now. Objection uh, before... one, you're dumb. Objection Wait, on, to you super stupid. Yeah. Cody, uh, yes. so uh, this guy is super famous, and he's never ran into anyone that was like a trader that like, you know, traded with Japan and shit. And it's like, wait a minute, I've been over there. I've never seen none of this. There's no fucking people wearing diapers, meta diapers. Taiwan is an incredibly hard place to land at this point in history. It's an island, and it's got all these fucking sea cliffs that like surround it. So it's like... Kind of a pain in the ass okay. to be there. Yeah. Uh, the reports did come and say, and sailors were just like, uh, I don't see anything here. And at that point, your boy George would say, ah, uh, we live inland a lot where you can't see from the shore. So uh, fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck the seamen. That we saying, hate that the haters. beach. We all hate the feeling of sand <laughs> on our really soft feet. <laughs> but if if the sailors knew that there were th- those lady boys there, they probably would have <laughs> worked their way up them hills. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's like a hot chick with a dick. That's everything I wanted. And it smokes six pounds of tobacco every day. So it's like, <laughs> hey buddy, hey Santa How big you boy. Doing? Yeah, I'm thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> George said, You must think I forged the whole story out of my own brain. If so, I'm sure you extravagantly magnify the fertility of my invention and the strength of my memory. So he's just like, I couldn't have done it. I'm not this smart. He's patting himself on the dick. Right. Dumb. It's like, yeah, I could never do something like that. I definitely couldn't. Don't try to... I wrote a book? Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> Two editions. Know. Did I write a book? I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I wrote a book. You gotta read it, bro. I'm sorry, guys. Thank you for your money. <laughs> Thanks for coming on my book signing. Nope. Sorry this about writing defen- a book. <laughs> this defense of the Formosan conspiracy was carried out through the early 1700s, let's say up to the uh, 1708 time period. In response to his skeptics, George would create these masterful lies that would circle back but not contradict themselves. For instance, George claimed 
the Formosan clergy would regularly sacrifice 18,000 virgin boys a year. Wow. Ooh. That's a lot of boys and a lot They're of fucking busy over there. The boys. <laughs> what, what do you think would happen, uh, I don't know, four or five years into sacrificing 18,000 humans a year? Well, uh, that's virgin genocide. Yep. <laughs> you would wipe out your fucking island nation's population. What not you? Just like, oh, they're gone now. I mean, well, it depends on how fast they spit in, into the vaginas. Ah, very good, Travis. Uh, your boy George said, ah, Formosan men are incredibly horny and adept at baby making, so <laughs> we have we have the babies to spare on Formosa. Right, oh, wow. right. We just we keep them coming. And it's actually a questionnaire yep. we have them fill out to find out if they're virgins. And if they don't <laughs> to say something smart-ass about how they came out of their own mother's vaginas, we throw them in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> We've got too many kids. We've got to get rid of them. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah. there's two answers. And it's Scantron, too. It's just like, have you spent time in a vagina? That's the question. <laughs> So the answer is, uh, nah, dude. And then the other answer <laughs> yeah. that the, you can fill out is just like, yeah, my mom's. <laughs> <laughs> so if you answer B, you get out of it. Right. And, oh, and, the, and the second uh, question on the test was like, hey, did you line that first one? And then it's, it's just Yeah, exactly. That. Nah, yeah, just, just kidding. It's fine. So George claimed uh, we sacrifice 18,000 boys a year. And then people would be like, that's too much. You, you, your population would collapse. And then he would say, ah, we fuck good, though. Yeah. And then after Oh, the that, many wives thing. That covers that up. And then after, the, after they pointed out, hey, it still takes nine months to make a baby. And he was just like, ah, for most men have seven or eight wives in breeding rotation. Right. Wow. It only like, takes them about seven seconds <laughs> to shit a baby out. They're constantly no, coming. They eat coconuts from the bottom up. <laughs> He, he, he conceded wives. Formosan women needed nine months to make a baby. And then from there, people were like, that's a, that's a, that's a huge skewing of the standard uh, proportions of gender. Your, your gender ratio should be somewhere, uh, female to male should be somewhere around one to one. How is Formosan culture have a female to male gender ratio of seven or eight? And then he would come back. Did you miss the part where I said we sacrifice a shit ton of boys? Oh, so dang. It, tie, it gets tied in a very pretty bow. That's clever. It ties it in a pretty bow. He's like, A causes B, B causes C, C causes A. Right. Uh, so, like, the lie is, like, circular, and, it, and you can't poke a hole in it because each part of it covers its own ass. Yep. And then 1704 rolls around, and the Royal Society is kind of just like, oh, well, this guy's a little fishy, I suspect. Ooh, look at him. He's uh, <laughs> pretending to be Asianese and all this. Also, that and paints a picture of how little royal societies have to do. Yes. Yeah, all right. That's just um, a guy who's running around being like, I'm from over there, I'm bug, sold 40 copies. And <laughs> they're like, we have to stop this man, so we might believe him. Yes, that's what they were thinking. <laughs> like, this guy Yes, and head of the Royal Society at this time is none other than Edmund Haley. Who knows? Who knows why that guy's important? Um, did he smoke seven pounds of tobacco? No. Can he, he kid do Olsen? a kickflip? No. He's got the comet named after him. He's that Edmund Haley. Oh. So he he's a brain. He's got that juicy boy that floats around in space. Yeah, that's his. He's named oh, after fuck that. Fuck yeah, juicy and man. He's the famous guy that put the formula together that 
predicted the the orbit of the comet. So he's like he's this he's the oh, science wow. wizard that can put nature into a formula and predict it with spooky precision. <clears throat> so he's he's in charge of this grilling of this supposed imposter. It's like, dude, I figured out that a rock of ice flies around in space. Yes. You're not going to trick me, you stupid man. Nope. So (laughs) Haley's ready to fucking grill this this, this guy. And I'm going to paraphrase Haley's questions here. But uh, one of the first questions Haley asks him, uh, Mr. George, why the fuck are you a white boy? (laughs) Nice. Start with the basics. Good opening question. Edmund asks, why are you a fucking cracker, dude? And just so you know, George George is a white boy, blonde hair, and blue-eyed. So. Oh, uh, he's not even one of those dark French, you know, like no, the ones with the dark blonde, hair in there. Blonde wow. and blue-eyed. Like Hugh Jackman? Oh, Hugh's, Hugh's Jackman in the news. Yeah. And Goku a blonde uh, hair. Yes, he's not like that. He's, he's, he's Aryan-looking. Why do you think Goku's French? He's Japanese. Yes, Mike. Yeah. And George George has asked why he's white. George wants this? to be Japanese. George's got blonde hair. You're right. You're right. Perfect. I'm not. I don't know. I missed what you were saying there, but you're right. I'm Good sorry. connection. Why are you sorry? Sorry. Don't don't be. <laughs> we do podcasts. That's pretty smooth, uh, you guys. Yeah, I'm feeling smooth tonight, guys. I'm sorry. I like that. George has asked why he's a white boy, and George replies, uh, "Formosans are a." Partially subterranean race. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. So guess what? We underground too. You never oh, knew yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. George claimed the upper social caste to which he was born was that of arch nobility, and the Formosan upper crust could afford leisure time during the harsh daylight hours, which they either spent indoors or underground. They're a bunch of moles. Causing, you know, yeah, causing their, you know, their elite structure to go all pale, white, blonde, and blue-eyed. So Didn't like, see that coming, you stupid Haley spaceman. Oh <laughs> no, he God. did not. Just do me a favor. In like uh, 400 years from now, don't watch the movie Black Panther. No, don't do that. And then astronomer Haley's next question. He's an astronomer. Remember this. Uh, if your social class surfaces when it's dark, you must have a decent idea of when Formosan sunset is. If so, when is a Formosan dusk, and how long would the average man's shadow be at said dusk? So he's trying to he's trying to peg him on the astronomy shit. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah, but that's an easier one to answer. What? I don't what do science, man. Oh, yeah, or like I, I don't, don't measure fuck- shit. Yeah, well, I don't know if you asked me like how long my shadow is at uh, like seven o'clock or something. I don't know. You wouldn't. But here's the thing, Travis. You wouldn't be like four inches. Well, right. That'd be wrong. That'd did be. He, and Haley he, was trying to catch him in that. If, 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 if uh, Formosa, real place. Just keep in mind, it's Taiwan. Right. And and Formosa is on the fucking tropics. It's right, actually, on the Tropic of Cancer. And Haley, the astronomy nerd, was like trying to peg him if 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 George said my shadow is two inches long on dusk, he'd be like liar. Yeah, but if he was just like I don't know, pretty long, like Haley'd be like, God damn it, foiled. Yep. <laughs> so, just so you know, George simply noped. He said his noble class didn't even come out for fucking twilight. They just wow. They just waited until it was dark. There you go. We liked the dark. And we have sex, and I have several wives. You Christians are cool. Can I have some more cooked meat, please? 
<laughs> I love that. And they all okay. sleep standing up. It's so fucking bizarre. Seated. It's, seated it's something I love about your culture and why I've embraced it so much. Give me that hot dog. It's already cooked. <laughs> it's the best of oh, both worlds. That. Right? All right. Are you, are you ready for Haley's burning question right now? Yes. He, he, he's, gonna, he's using this as the coupe de grace. And it's it's fucking surprises me to this day that Haley is this forward and ingenious of a thinker. So, excuse me for hitting the microphone. Haley's next question, and I'm totally paraphrasing this and taking liberties. Haley's next question: When does your teapot twinkle? Really? What's that supposed to mean? Right. You fuckers, you Formosan fuckers, have lunch, right? And you said you have tea with your fucking lunch. Tea means boiling water. Boiling water requires a fire, and now a fire indoors or uh, underground requires a chimney. Ooh. And because Formosa is on the tropics, it would have something called a solar noon, a point when the sun would be directly overhead in its zenith, and sunshine would go straight down chimneys and reflect off your teapot that is supposedly cooking your midday drink. Ah. And you absolutely would not miss this because every day you would be tending a fire and minding a pot to boil during lunchtime. So I ask you again, sir, what time does your fucking teapot twinkle? Wow. Oof. Oh. Holy shit. That's amazing. That's amazing. I would love to answer that question, but I got to go ha- get hanged by my ankles right now. <laughs> <laughs> so could you please ask me possibly while shooting an arrow into my fucking forehead? <laughs> Isn't that fucking amazing? That is genius. That's yeah, a check out question. the balls. Check out the balls on Haley right now. It's like, what uh, time does your teapot glisten in the sun? He's just like, bitch. I know I got a comment. What? <laughs> what's going on with this tea? Yeah, like that fucking. Oh, that made me need a cigarette. Why don't you lie and just say like three o'clock or something like that? Or because because Haley knows. Haley knows when the sun should be directly overhead oh, okay. at the in the tropics. So what Salamander say? George is just like eh, uh, for most and chimneys are crooked. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. Hey. <laughs> for no uh, obvious reason, and I've never previously mentioned it until now, but for most and chimneys are crooked. Got they em. have traps in them to to catch your your Saint Nicholas. Yeah, it's got the U-bend to, to catch. <laughs> yeah, we have seven dead Santas in our chimney. Yeah, just in case Fatty Red tries to give us shit. We don't like shit. We don't want PlayStations. Yeah, they bring us a tanning bed down here because Santa's like, whoa, you guys are looking pretty white and blonde. <laughs> We're like, we don't want it. Get out of here. Scram, Sandy. So ingenious question, simple answer deflects it. And at this point, the Royal Society reluctantly backs off. They're fucking suspect, but at this point, the Formosan merry-go-round can be ridden ridden at nauseum for Uh, no effect. I mean, to be honest, I'm kind of surprised that Salamander Boy, like, Uh thought, like, I would have just been like, ow. You know what I mean? He's quick on his feet. Yeah, but he's He's like, oh, our chimneys are crooked. Like, you know what I mean? Like... That's impressive. It really is. Both sides of this battle of wits is respectable. The quote that you read to us at the beginning of this really shines through. This is a perfect example of, I could say whatever the fuck I want about how long my dick is, but unless someone is willing to take down my pants and suck my cock, they're never going to (laughs) know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have believed this guy. I'm like, all right, I guess it's a real place. Yeah. My culture, 
it's like this. My my penis, it's a foot and a half. Like, oh, Perfect. Shit, that's, that's, and they're gonna be like, well, nice. well, if your dick is a foot and a half, uh, <laughs> how often do you like? You, there, there's no way to do it. It's just like, no, you yeah. have to. You're gonna have to go way the fuck out of your way to find out if I'm yeah, telling it's a lie. Order of magnitude much higher. Yeah, yeah I, I can I can spew bullshit all day, but it takes. It's, it's especially noticeable with the fucking flat earth. You know what I mean? Like, people can say, like, that's flat. But then, like, the people that have to prove it's round have to pull out a fucking compass and a spirograph. Have you ever been to Antarctica? No. No, I haven't. <laughs> I mean, there are definitely some secret Nazi bases down there but that we acquired <laughs> during Project Paperclip, but that's not here nor there. That's a fact. You know, we're talking more about this guy spinning webs of lies. And how incredible that is. Fantastical. So George proved he can think on his feet and squirm out of the bleakest corners of a prying inquisition. Now, having thwarted the scrutiny of the Royal Society, George got himself a job at Oxford in 1705, translating holy texts into Formosan, presumably for future <laughs> missionary work. Jesus oh, no. Christ. <laughs> this dude. So I get, you're going to need this to convert ever. my people. You know what I mean? They're going to love to read these letters I made up. Yeah. It's like Mark uh, Zuckerberg going to college. There you go. <laughs> Guess what? Look at how I drink water. I don't need to be here. <laughs> Just like a real boy. Uh, George made a bit of a mistake selling uh, the publishing rights to his wildly popular book for a flat fee. It was like 10 guineas. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll just flat fee. I don't need to make royalties off of this. Right. Uh, so his Oxford work would sustain him at this point. Uh, his paycheck allowed George to nurse a pretty fierce opium habit at this time. Nice. But if you can remember, it's standard for a Formosan man to fucking guzzle laudanum with every uh, non-breakfast meal. It's part of his culture. Because poppies, poppies yeah. grow in the islands, right? Yeah, I'm sure. He's <laughs> all high. He's like, no, this is normal. Don't worry about it. The day of reckoning is coming. Why is my skin like this? All right, Papa. Give me your nine-year-old boy. For for religious reasons. At his stay at Oxford, George would sleep regular hours, presum presumably in a fucking chair. But in his room, he would keep a candle burning to give the illusion of hard studying and translating at work. So, like, he's... Self-conscious? Uh, no, he's, like, padding his paycheck. You know what I mean? He's like, uh, look, right. I stayed up all night. You saw, you saw that... Uh, candle light in the window and under my door. That was that's, me working. That's like that kid that wears those glasses that has like the eyes open and he's just sleeping in class. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> Very good. Very good, Travis. Uh, by 1706, the fever that was the Formosan craze began to taper off. The more George fabricated, the more he was spread thin. When questioned about Formosan wildlife, George just listed a bunch of creatures that weren't in London. And he was just like, ah, yeah, we got uh, the camels the crocodiles, the chameleons. And people are like, that, those are just animals that start with C. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> the conspiracy wouldn't crack, but it would start to sound hollow when people threw their stones at it. You know what I mean? He was never caught in the lie, but it, it just seemed like there's, there's not much here now that we're testing you oh, in the later years of the conspiracy. Right. And Londoners kind of shifted their prior beliefs. It wasn't like, hey, I believed you, and now you're a fraud. It was like, oh, I always secretly knew he was faking it, and I just never said anything. It's kind of like the emperor has no clothes. Right. It's like, he fooled me, but I'm just going to say I knew the entire time. What I if it's a lost society? What was that? What if it's a lost society? Well, I mean, he wasn't, though. He's claiming this is still how they act. 
Uh, yeah. yeah. He's not being like, oh, I came from a place you'll never be able to find. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, not, not like, like he's like, dude, I come from Atlantis, bro. Yeah, there you go. I was going to say that. If he said he was from Atlantis, it would be too, like, well, he needed to pick an actual spot on the globe to say he was from, so it would be believable. Also, I hate that expression, Cody, that you use. The emperor has no clothes. If I'm emperor, I never have clothes. You'd make everyone yeah. uh, do the Macarena naked. Exactly. 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 Well, I know you only wear a shirt, uh, so during these (laughs) Skype calls that we do, you give the illusion of clothes. (laughs) I saw you get up and check your chicken. Travis wore the same pair of pants. When he was in New York, he wore the same pair of pants every day. I mean, I do that. No, I know, but Travis's fell apart. Yeah, well, uh, those were my I have to wear the pants pants. Like, that was your formal loincloth. Yeah, like at least Cody, you spent the money on getting Levi's that would last for more than a week. That's what Tra- they're for. Yeah, Travis would, would uh he would just constantly re- be repairing his pants and say, Oops, my dick fell out. Oops, don't worry about that. <laughs> oops. 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 Sorry, oops, I didn't mean to look so <laughs> I didn't look mean to look so homeless. Oops. Uh, just gonna step over your breakfast. Oops. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> your dick fell at one time out of your. Dude, pants. my fly was always is is always down. You yeah. Ventilation. Have, <laughs> no. Well, first, yeah, ventilation, right? You know, uh-huh. you, the ladies can wear like low cut shirts. I can get some ventilation. Hey, I, I kind of back that. I mean, sexism. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> George quietly ducked out of Oxford when the heat was. Uh, Starting to catch up to him. He attempted to peddle Formosan China, ornate Formosan hand fans, and even exotic Far East homeopathic remedies that were probably, in all likelihood, just opium. <laughs> nice. Well, it does cure all. Yes. Yeah. And when these ventures failed, George turned to doing these sort of uh, drug sideshows for the public. He'd pretty much be like, could a European man survive taking this much laudanum and drinking and smoking this many cigarettes? I think not. Watch this. (laughs) Wow. I need a I need a volunteer from the audience that has opium and cigarettes, though. Yeah, there's a market for that. I guess. I I think that dwindled quickly because that's what a lot of homeless have been trying to do for a long time. (laughs) Excuse me. Do you have a cigarette so I can amaze you? It's gone in two drags. I needed it. Please help me. <laughs> but with money. So when people got tired of paying a crazy man to do drugs in front of them, uh, George had to scrape by writing on Grub Street. And I want you to think of Grub Street as a London uh, sweatshop for copy machines. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you had to do shit by hand. All right. Okay. Well, honest work. First time, yeah, yeah honest, honest work, but tedious, and you know, it, it's the equivalent Born. of I don't know, like a sweatshop. Yeah, it's sweatshop, but for books. Doesn't sound like yeah. fun though. No, it's not fun. He does claim to be from Taiwan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> made in Taiwan. He'd fill out encyclopedias and replicate pamphlets, working twelve-hour days, and he does this for twenty-ish years. Ew. So very uneventful post Formosan craze. He would still be able to convince a small group of faithful believers to sustain a very measly pension for his sole benefit. So he had some people still buying it, and they they all chipped in and, you know, got him a roof and chair to sleep in. That's nice. <laughs> it, w- it was a petty collection, Mike, more or less. So George is broke as a joke, and he has to resort 
cutting his laudanum dosages with orange juice. Oh, oh no. No. poor guy. Oh, he has to have something healthy <laughs> with his drugs. <laughs> God damn it. At least he didn't get scurvy. Nope. <laughs> he might have got lazy boner, but he didn't get scurvy. Still have opium? Yeah, scurvy for George. No, he'd take opium. That's what laudanum uh, is. Oh, laudanum is opium? So, oh, okay. Laudanum is a drink that's laced. It's all alcohol with a sprinkle of opium in it. Yeah, so wow. he's mixing it with... Instead of looking cool and smoking it, you look like a chump. Yeah, he's like, I need this is medicine. Yeah, so he kind of he kind of made geez. an opium screwdriver, if you if you think about it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> At this point, George had admitted his hoax to his inner circles of friends. So it's just like, hey, that thing I was that thing I I, I, I screamed about decades ago is not real. And his friends were just like, George, we know at this point. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fucking JK. okay. Dude. Oh yeah, my god. Like, we we understand. Uh Year 1728, uh, George, aged 47, is ravaged by some kind of mysterious illness. It's 1728, so we don't know what it was. Uh, he had one foot in the grave, but he eventually recovered. But this spell in the hospital, uh, he felt a mortal twinge on his soul. It's just like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this shit. Like, I could die and go to hell. Yeah, maybe I should be really Christian. Yep. <laughs> and... You know, he was he was feeling this twinge in his motor soul. It could it could have easily been opium withdrawals, but he was just like, ah, I I should make arrangements to eventually come clean. And like I said, he became more religious and he more widely confessed his hoax. Still in closed circles, you know what I mean. But it was more like, did he go to oh. Oxford and he was like, yo, dog, what I just wrote for you? Uh, no, Garbage. no, no. I, I, don't, I don't think it was like I don't think it was anyone he took money from. But right. like, he's he been working at a circle. printing press for the last twenty years. He doesn't have friends. He's he has he has coworkers that he wants to let know what he did on his weekends, but it's not entertaining. No one likes he, it. You yeah. make one interesting friend working at uh, Grub Street. We'll get into in a bit, in let's say two minutes. Do you mean but, Alan uh, Grubb? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so he pens his memoirs. He's like he, he writes his admission in a book of his memoirs, and he's just like, uh, just hold on to that when I die in you know a few years, just <laughs> throw that out, just publish it, <laughs> so 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 I, I I can be dead and then admit to this, so I don't have to answer to anything. <laughs> Yeah, um, heaven will like me. They all know. Yeah. <laughs> heaven know. can't read. It's a bunch of dumbasses sliding down, <laughs> slipping slabs made of pudding. No <laughs> one's got time to read out of books. Yeah, it's okay. No. Uh, so he did make one friend on Grub Street. Uh, does anyone know the writer that goes by the name Samuel Jack Jackson? Samuel Johnson. Nah. Is that, no. Is that Dickens? No. Uh, so 1714, he meets Samuel Johnson. Uh, he's got a meme. He's like that old guy in a powdered wig that's like hunched over a book. And usually the bottom text is just like, what the fuck did I just read? Oh, yeah. The oh, one who's yeah. Kind of looking he's, he's, at- like, he's like squinting at a book and he's like, the fuck did I just read? Like, you can Google him right now if you want. But he's got, he's, he's got a meme and he's alive to this day in meme form. And sure enough, your boy George makes friend with Samuel Johnson, a young Samuel Johnson. And... Uh, the two would get drunk at the local alehouses, and George told him the entire Formosan story, albeit it was kind of tongue-in-cheek. And whether, hit, uh, whether Samuel Johnson believed it, we don't know, but we do know he was self-admittedly very, very entertained by it. Samuel Johnson would write later in his memoirs, I never sought much after anybody, but I sought after George Salmanelzer the most. Mm. Mm. He's... he's Admittedly entertaining, not believable at this point. Yeah, this crazy guy at work where he talks about how he's from Formosa. 
Love yep, it. Yep, that's the guy. <laughs> you gotta get this guy drunk sometime. He just <laughs> talks <laughs> about jibber jabbers and killing babies. And he could use it. <laughs> so he's expecting to die, but he goes on living another fucking. 23 years actually so his book is kind of sitting on the shelf but now mike ask me is he at 120 yet no he's 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 cut short at 120 but ask me the question mike how does he get for most this boy gets for most by natural causes at the ripe old age of 80 that's a good age 17 yeah died in 1763 so he lived like 23 more years after he wrote his book and told people to hold on to it and read it when he was gone. Oh. So he kind of estimated his lifespan a little too short. The book's titles were the, the book was titled Memoirs of Blank, Ooh. a reputed man from Formosa. The first Madelibs. <laughs> ah, I see. It's funny. Memoirs of Dick. Yeah, whatever you want to be, really. He left his name out in the memoirs. So he admitted the hoax, but he took his secret identity to the grave with him. Oh. That's why we had to call him George the entire time. He's like so the mass magician. He was embarrassed. Yeah. Well, we know the mass magician's name. Yes, Mike. He was embarrassed for his surviving family. So he had, I guess, brothers and sisters elsewhere, nieces and nephews, perhaps, that he didn't want to tarnish their names with this exquisitely long con that he perpetrated in London society. Did a good job of it. I mean, back then I would have believed that shit and fucking gave him some food or something. Let me sleep <laughs> Raw meat. So the deception of the Formosan conspiracy is out of the bag, but this man takes his identity to the grave. And there you have it. Long con extraordinaire. A man who went by the name of George Salmanauser. Impersonate a raw meat devourer and rampant opium fiend. He perpetuated a deep-seated hoax about a far eastern nation and and its exotic peoples, while he himself never traveled more east than the Rhine. Germany is the the most east this guy's ever been, and he feels he can write an entire two books over... For Mosin people. Well, you know there's a shit ton existed. of fucking anime nerds that feel the same way. Yeah. Like, who never who never left the boundaries of Illinois going, uh, <laughs> I uh, love that. I have many disciplines, and I ordered a $200 samurai sword on eBay, <laughs> and I yeah, keep no, it clean, and I, and I also don't bathe that much, and my hair looks awful at all times. Yeah. Hair and they go really to... Shiny. Yeah, they go to Panera Bread, they order, like, a tomato cheddar and they're slurping it and they're like don't worry in japan it's okay to slurp it's fine <laughs> it's fine to slurp noodles uh but for real this dude uh salamanzar uh salmanazar uh, i did it once hey I, look at that I, I personally i would like to describe him in one term which is half smart <laughs> yeah yeah he figured out a bunch of shit to do but he did it the wrong way all the time the way I want to describe him, and Tom, ready the censor button. He's fucking John. <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is a reoccurring character on our show that yes. we can't name. Yeah, we always bleep his name. <laughs> We're, yeah, we got we, John. Yeah, well, John. Um, that's three bleeps you got to do in post. Keep saying it. It's fine. Okay. John is one of those guys who we went to high school with who. Um, I know I mentioned it on the show previously, but he a bunch, a he bunch. earnestly would tell people that he had seven uncles who lived in Japan, 
And they each knew different disciplines of martial arts, but yeah. mostly with swordplay. And at one point, he had to kill one of his uncles because he was uh, going to betray another uncle. This is something a, like yeah, yeah. This this weeb shit is not new, folks. Are this has serious? been going on. We were out of high school for twelve years now. This shit yeah, happened shortly after high school. He starred in a live action Sailor Moon home video. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where, where he was, he was Tuxedo, Tuxedo Max. Yeah. yeah, he was Tuxedo. Fighting I remember one time. Daylight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and I at one point I remember him telling me that like it was his job at the local graveyard to stand guard against necrophiliacs. Yeah, he did say that. Oh yeah, like, freak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, like God. fifteen. He was just like I work in the graveyard. I, Jesus I, I gotta bury people sometimes, but the other times just watch out for you perverts. John, I'm pretty sure you're a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, I have a question. Um, yeah. So this guy wrote something in Oxford. When, I mean, you were saying everyone was pretty much like, oh, yeah, this guy's a liar. But, like, was there a certain point in his life where they're like, okay, now we've been there and, like, seen that shit? Or even after he died where they're just like, this guy is a fucking... Even after he died, his his invented language and alphabet still showed up in encyclopedias because people believed it so <laughs> wow. much. So it was, like, way far after his death and i'm thinking like I'm, in the I'm, 19th century like, i'm guessing like 50 100 years down the line where people had to be like listen this guy was totally malarkey jeez <laughs> mm. damn christ yeah so like it, it stuck around but like some people kind of weren't believing it while he was alive but it, it was entirely stamped out far after his death even even after he admitted i made it up like his his book like Tricked people after he was dead and gone. Uh, people, people are stupid. Yeah. Yes. Well, there you go. <laughs> I guess that wraps it up for our dude George Salamanazar. Salamanazar. Um. There you go. Holy hell! I Cody, I had no idea this guy existed. Neither did I until like yeah, me either. I, w I was on the couch and Discovery Channel was talking about him. I was like, "Shit, I'm gonna roast this motherfucker." Premium find. Wait, was it, did they mention him between Pitbull shows? Yes. <laughs> okay. There was a show about drinking your own pee, and there was a show about saving dogs, and he was right in between it. You wouldn't have heard that on uh, History Channel, because that's only about Hitler and finding shit in the garbage nowadays. Also, aliens. No, it's... They, they, and aliens. They got rid of aliens. And, no, it is exclusively about finding shit in the garbage now. <laughs> oh, really? They don't okay. even have the okay. dignity to talk about a master race of any kind. <laughs> ah. Master race of pawn shop owners. Yeah, it's it's all about who can sell the most Spider-Man comics. <laughs> and History. Edition, no way. You know Pawn Stars is fake? Yes, Michael. Is that yeah. fu That's fucked up, too. <laughs> I always thought that show was real. The person that knows oh, everything no. about the item they want to sell is the person that actually owns it most of the time. I was like, what the fuck? It's, yeah, dude. It's Stoogery. Stoogery. I love that. Unlike yeah. this channel. All facts. Rose yeah. Morton facts. channel. I can't wait till we have our own channel. It's going to be awesome. We're yeah. only... Oh, oh, dude. When we have our own channel, can we like promise each other that the only advertisers that are allowed on are for reverse mortgages and for fake currencies that are being sold? Oh, yeah. And, oh, oh, sure. and, and my pillow. And my pillow, yeah. Let's do a food sponsor. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I only want... The only thing you're allowed to advertise on the Rose Mortem uh, cable network is... That of one eight hundred numbers. Yep. Yeah, flex yeah. seals on there. You're good. All right. Thank you for tuning in to Rose yes. coverage of George Salamanazar. 
the Far East freak who yeah, got ooh, his freak nice. on always upright in a chair. Got it. <laughs> Fuck Premium you, rush. I never knew that I could sit up and sleep. <laughs> uh, yeah, so follow us on social medias, all that shit. We got Roast Mortem Casts on the, the, the platforms you all know. The about everything, yep. Our listeners yeah. know. We also have the Patreon shit. How you doing? Um, we also got <laughs> the... Uh, Give the URL at least, you fucker. Oh, patreon.com slash roastmortemcast. We also got... Uh, you can buy t-shirts and cool other shit that we got. We got a big old towel that you could go to the beach Ooh, with. Can I get the towel? Yeah, teespring.com yeah. slash store slash roastmortemcast. Buy it. that shit. It's cool as fuck. I got one in my room. And every morning, uh, my girlfriend wakes up and goes, I can't believe you drew that. Can we make love? And I say, well, <laughs> let me check my schedule. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because well that's said. what we'll do and you know what um, if you buy that and hang that up your partner will ask you the same question <laughs> every day yeah. hang Guaranteed. that up on your wall you, you'll get a lot more of it I'm gonna try it out yeah, titty Mike. shaking dick shaking all happens within the towel realm it knows no sexes it knows no bounds whoever yeah. whoever owns it is getting yeah. what they want unisex towels get a nice tan with it too unisex towels right that's exactly yeah. it <laughs> left handed and right handed models Yes. All right. Oh, thank you, Shane. Thank you, Shane. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Shane. Shane. For listening. Ha! Yeah. <laughs>